What up? It's Figgy Fed from In The Loop One Sports Radio 610 and the Gems of Juice Podcast. And I got to tell you guys about Houston Flex's Tees. Dope, comfortable tees and tanks with every color design that represents the history of H-Town. Order your Houston Flex's Tees right now at HoustonFlexes.com. Use the code word FIGGY20 to get 20% off of your order today. That's FIGGY, F-I-G-G-Y, 2-0 to get 20% off of your order. Oh yeah, shipping is free. HoustonFlexes.com. That's HoustonFlexes.com. Designed by, inspired by, worn by Houston. So you qualify. Halloween rap song go all time. Man, who it is this? Halloween, you heard Master P. I'm thinking it was Master P, but I don't remember that song. My mind it doesn't even sound like Master P. Put my hand on my cat, took three steps yeah. back. Ran up the block, it was like a movie. I seen a big hunted house with a chicken a jacuzzi. I knocked on the door, gently broke the mirror. I got seven days of bad luck and a dog with no lip. It must be a nightmare, but I'm about to wake up. Then I put my little gear off and jumped in a truck. Headed to the club, the party's off the hook. Until I ran into this nigga that I knew was a crook. He said, one, two, they coming for you. What he was thinking about being in the studio making the Halloween song, man. Happy Halloween, people. Sound like a, tr- uh, uh, a soundtrack to like uh, Michael Myers movie or something. It does. <laughs> That's all hmm. I got, man. Happy Halloween. That's man. all good. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, because I remember Master P had a song about uh, for the Scream Two soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, and that shit was terrible too. <laughs> but uh, speaking of which, they are rebooting Scream. I saw they got a new trailer out for a new movie. Oh yeah, so. I heard. Yeah, I heard about that. This one you was talking. About. Yeah, this song was fucking awful, man. Even back when it dropped. Yeah. This this beat is one of the worst of all time. I feel. What the? <laughs> this is not a major motion picture soundtrack, too, man. It wasn't just some random throwaway masterpiece song. Yeah. Hollow bloody Mary, looking eyes of the demon. When you see a gun like a heat screaming, I smoke green with the reaper. I'm from the ghetto, got paid with the gat in the beaver. How could they t- take this serious, man? I don't This man. is supposed to be a suspense, scary movie, man. <laughs> How, like how did they dog i wonder if they even played this song maybe they played it at the end credits after they played a bunch of other songs and like the very last song they played yeah but now, how can you even fit a song like this into a movie yeah like that, who was who idea was it? all right let's bring let's bring master p in here let's let's, do, <laughs> let's make a hip-hop song for this soundtrack now master no limit was running the game at this point in time so to be fair i understand why but i just feel like he could have delivered them a better song than that yeah like he 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 stunk up a few movies i remember there was a movie 
that movie with Wesley Snipes. I think it was Wesley Snipes where he played that boxer in prison, undisputed, something like that. Mm. Something. And mm. then they they had the no limit people come out and do the national anthem in prison. And it uh, was the worst national <laughs> anthem I done ever heard in my life. <laughs> it was masterpiece, silk the shocker. And a few other people, maybe Steve Murder, Murder was there too, but it was terrible, man. <laughs> like, yo, this is yeah. y'all mainstream chants right here. Y'all fucking it up. <laughs> let me do, let me do this one. This ain't a Halloween right. song, but Let's it was go. on the, uh, yeah. the Halloween J.R. Ryder, nigga. Y'all can't fuck with us. My nigga J.R. Ryder. Let's go. Next up set, bitch. Ship set, bitch. Ship set, bitch. Yo. Listen, I'm the Rocky of Rockies Rocky. Who can stop me? I'm cocky, cocky. Your flow sloppy I'm a mix of some Pac and Gaddafi Copy a Nazi Aki a Aki Get enough credit, man, because I feel like he, he I feel like he was the one that kind of gave dips th- dips at their style, man. Yeah, the for better or worse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he don't get the credit. People always, I know people always go to Cam and all that shit, but I think he kind of helped Cam out a lot. Get your vest, get your get, get your weapons and pack. But this sound kind of weak now when you listen to it now. Uh, I, I'm still tripping off the verses, man. The verses really did sour me on a lot of dips that shit. I haven't listened to it since, man. This is probably the first <laughs> This is probably the first dip set song I listened to since that verses, man. <laughs> that really did destroy them, man. It is sad. Yeah. Yeah, rest in peace dip set, man. Really though, really though, man. Like I I I can't it's weird because no other verses has had that effect on me, man. Yeah. Like we've seen people get people lose yeah. Well, I mean, nobody really loses the verses technically. Yeah. We've seen people take look bad up there, but their music still sounds good when you listen back to it. For Dipset, yeah. it's just it's hard to go back, and, man. I keep this, getting flashbacks. And this is like the first verses where it was a clear loser because yes. you, usually it's the timeline be split, where some people say, "Oh no, so and so watch this person," and the other person be like, "No, so and so watch this person," and. It just really be split down the middle, depending on your taste. I mean, but even as a hardcore Dipset fan, you it, you can't say, "Oh, they." I think they did pretty good, or I think it was even a even Dipset themselves would sit there and say they lost that yes. one. Man. <laughs> so that's that's like the first verses ever where it was a clear loser. <laughs> and that's it, true. Yeah, because even with the people, I feel like that loss. I was still excited to hear their music afterwards. Like, yeah. let me go back it was, to it. And there could be an argument for them, man. Some people yeah. will be, oh, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't one-sided. But yeah. that one was the only verses that was clearly one-sided. Yeah. <laughs> Even the hardcore dip set stands had to admit yeah. that. They you, took an L that night. You looking that one, man. <laughs> <laughs> you looking that one, man. <laughs> It was rough, man. It's a tough pill to swallow yeah. even today, man. It's Dude, tough I don't to even want to get like no that. dips. I was, I always wanted some Dipset merch. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't even know if I could wear some Dipset merch now. I wanted a Dipset hat or a Dipset hoodie or something. I don't even know if I could do that now, man. It was already rough because they be charging yeah. like $500 <laughs> for the shits. Yeah. But now I'm, I'm, I'm like, nah, I can't, I can't do it, man. <laughs> Yeah, man, got to hang up the Eagle shirt. You got to put away the American flag 
fucking bandana. Yeah, yeah put up the bandana. Yeah. Put up the pink Panther shirt. Got to hang that up, too. Yeah. I can't even That's post up. no cam memes, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, don't, he ain't even that funny to me now, man. He, I, I, th- I used to think he was so fucking funny. <laughs> I thought... No, I thought that's why he was going. Uh, they was going to win it too because he had the jokes and all his mm-hmm. other shit. He got out there and stunk it up, man. He, yeah, he was irritating. I'm like, nah. Sat down on a little beach he's chair. A, it was yeah, bad. He's a, he's a, um, yeah, he's a internet funny man. <laughs> he is. He to be fair, he did have a few funny. I don't know if he has a show going on or what, but he had a couple funny clips with Brandy that I saw and some random people. I don't know what that's from, but I thought that was kind of funny. But it still yeah. didn't wash the stink of that versus out. Yeah. So, yeah, it's still tough, man. <laughs> uh, so the consensus after that mix you played is that we still don't have a good Halloween hip-hop song. No, nah, we don't. <laughs> Somebody needs to make one. We, we need a thriller for hip-hop. Thriller yeah. always going to be the number one Halloween song. Yeah. We need a thriller for hip-hop. Somebody got a... Go in the archives, make something cool with an old Halloween type beat. Because all these songs we have right now kind of stink, man. They don't yeah. sound good. Yeah, I was listening to uh, Thrill- Thriller came on the radio earlier, and um, I was just listening. I'm like, man, how how did they fucking come up? How did Quincy Jones and them just come up with a song like that, man? Mm-hmm. Like it's it, it's incredible, man. Like it's it don't sound cheesy at all. All Halloween music to me sound cheesy. This one don't sound cheesy at all, man. <laughs> it's like you can play it anytime. Yeah. And it's like, man, how the fuck did they even think about coming up with a song like this? Man, there's a tweet, because I guess they have some technology. I guess they got the like the raw producer files of the thriller song. And mm-hmm. they're able to separate it by, you know, all the vocals and take them all apart. Mm-hmm. And some guy made a Twitter video like showing what the vocals sounded like separated. Mm-hmm. And what they sound like together, mm-hmm. and it's like, damn, man, how how did they make this song, dog? Yeah. Especially in the eighties when technology was yeah. not what it is today. Yeah, how man. did they make all these ad libs come together and all these sounds, and it just sounds so perfect, man? It's crazy to think. Yeah, about. you have Vincent Price on there. Yep, <laughs> it's just like, man, that is like who, like who idea? I just want to know who sat there and said, hey, we need to make a song like this. A spooky song yeah. on his pop album. Yeah. Like, damn. And Michael Jackson was never known for any type of shit like that before. Man. Yeah. So, I don't think nobody ever did anything like that to that level. And, um, yeah, see, that's why Michael Jackson the greatest of all time to me, yeah. man. Because he <laughs> that was a risk, man. Mm-hmm. He, he could have easily did whatever Rick James or whoever was doing. He took a risk by making a song like that. <laughs> and that's a risk a lot of people won't even take in this day and age. No, hundred percent, man. And um, yeah, just I don't know, just listening to the organ in it, and just the, the Vincent Price, uh, uh, yeah, Vincent Price. Mm-hmm. It's just all that shit. The way all that shit match match the up. The video, man, the long ass video, which yeah. you always got to sit and watch whenever it's on. Yes, <laughs> it's crazy, man. Yeah, it was just, like who thought of that? I didn't even get to the video part, man. I'm just stuck <laughs> on the music, man. <laughs> The video part is a whole nother podcast, man. Mm-hmm. Just how they just, man, that, that's crazy. It'd, ne- it'd never be an, uh, anything like that again, man. <laughs> no, 100%, man. And we need <laughs> we need some risk takers like that again, man. We need somebody to make a dope Halloween hip-hop song because 
I don't know. We ain't got nothing out here, man. The Halloween beat don't sound good over trap beats either. Like, yeah. remix something else, man. Yeah, remix fucking. They, they trying, man. <laughs> <laughs> they got the Halloween Michael Myers type beats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it don't sound good, man. Yeah, I got to remix something else. But yes, yes. So we need some good Halloween hip hop songs. Happy Halloween, people. Uh, this year, Halloween fell on a weekend. Me and Figgy Fig trick or treat, bringing it to y'all. Uh, Robbing little ag- kids for bags. <laughs> to the old man got behind our ass. <laughs> I should have played that. Really, I that mean that's been, really the that's the closest. Not a, the closest to a good Halloween song, even though it's not a Halloween song. Yeah, they just mentioned Halloween once in it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, but uh, yes, Halloween's on the weekend, y'all. Happy Halloween, people. Uh, and once again, Jay Prince introduced the podcast real quick. Let people know what they're listening to. The gems and juice. We are back at it. Back at it, man. Like we said, happy Halloween. If y'all doing something cool, if y'all old like us and staying in the house, that's cool as well. Uh, a lot going on, man. A lot to react to in hip-hop and music, as there always is. Um, so we're gonna break all that down, but first off, quick wellness check. Figgy, how you been, man? How's your week going? Man, my week going crazy, man. I uh been working nonstop. I'm still working. I'll be working after this. So <laughs> yeah, everything, everything good, man. Uh, I realize, man, when you working doing stuff that you like, you know, you really don't have a problem with it, man. <laughs> because it's not like I'm going to a um like a job I hate. Where it's just like, man, I got to pick up these hours and I hate coming here and all this stuff. I, I love coming to work, man. That, I know a lot of people can't say that. <laughs> but, I, man, I, I thank God every day for me having a job like this, man, where I could just come up here at work and doing other stuff that's related to, you know, my field. And, man, so uh, a, lot, a lot more things coming, man. <laughs> so, um, you know, I've been working. I ain't had a day off in a couple weeks. Damn. But um yeah, man, I'm still working. I'm still good and yeah, man, I'm I'm good, man. <laughs> it's getting cold outside too, man. It is, man. And cold <laughs> in Houston is fifty nine degrees. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it, it, man, it bounced up to about sixty now, sixty five. Yeah. But um this morning, man, it was like fifty. <laughs> Where yeah. I was just I'm not I'm the type that always keep my AC on, even mm-hmm. in the car. Uh, I had to cut the heat on a little bit in the car. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But, but usually when it gets to about 65, I usually cut the air on, man. <laughs> I'm a I'm an air guy all throughout the year. No, 100%, man. Plus, you remember the hard times when you used to not have AC in your parents' car, man. Dude, my parents man. had a – my dad's car, he had this old-ass car when I was growing up, man. He, My mom drove a Toyota – what was it, a Celica? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it was kind of old, but not that old. But my dad had this – Delta, I forget what who made it, but dog, it was this old ass car. It didn't have no AC. You had to crank windows. You had to crank the fucking windows down. Nah. I hated driving in that car, man. It had no AC in the Houston heat. I was yeah, dying. So that, yes, I don't take prime, anything. Man. I don't take AC for granted, man. I don't either. I'm like, <laughs> I lo- I'll cut AC on all yeah. the time. Remember back in the day, uh, we couldn't use the AC uh, because the gas and all that shit. Yes, yes. <laughs> Make the gas run, man. Our parents lied to us yeah, the whole time. We yeah. gotta call that I shit believe, out. Yeah, I ain't believe that one bit, man. <laughs> yes, don't look through the refrigerator too long because it's gonna run the power bill up. Yeah, it's a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> 
That little ass light. I guess one little light bulb in the refrigerator gonna make the power bill skyrocket. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, nowadays, man, sometimes I had the windows down and just had the air on. Mm-hmm. Like I don't give a damn, man. <laughs> I I, yeah. I love I love my air. I I my first I want to say my first two cars I had AC, but mm-hmm. I had I want to say three other cars after that and none of them had air and I was in Cleveland and that was mm-hmm. a struggle. It, it it don't get hot as Houston. Um, but it was man, it was a struggle then. So now I got a nice car. I, I I appreciate my air, man. <laughs> no, a hundred percent, man. And even I, at the house, man. Even at the house, I got I always keep the air on. Yeah. I grew up with the little box uh, AC in the window. Yeah. Where everybody piled up in one room and shit. <laughs> so <laughs> big ass fans got to get close to the fan yeah, when you loud ass because, fan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So I I appreciate that, man. Yeah, my dad was an AC Nazi, man. He had to make sure the AC was not above, like, well, below 75 in the house. <laughs> so I was like, damn, it's hot in here. <laughs> but, but no, we can't turn it down too low. He'll go back and cut that shit back up. So we got to sit next to a fan and all that. So, Oh, uh, man, I would be pissed, yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> man. No, 100%. So, yeah, I, I keep it as cool as I want to be keep it, man. I don't. I don't yeah. play no games. Power bill a little higher this week. Fuck it, man. I'll live. Yeah. I'll pay I, it. Yeah, I'll pay I, that. It's worth my comfort in my house. Yeah. Or crib. <laughs> yeah. I tried <laughs> I tried to keep the, the door open, the uh balcony door open. But mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, I cut the air on, man. This yes. like ain't no air coming through this bitch. <laughs> So I'm like, nah, let me cut the air on. I keep the air on all year round, man. No, 100%, man, 100%. <laughs> and the fan on. I keep the fan on at night. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll be sweating like a slave. Yep. No, I'm, I'm the same way, man. I'll be getting hot when I sleep, too. So yeah. shit, got to keep all that on. Uh, what we're talking about is a music podcast, man. Let's yeah. get into some music. Y'all don't give that a fuck about week. us, man. <laughs> <laughs> you don't give a fuck about what we be doing. If our pain, our struggle coming up, man. Yeah. Y'all want to hear that? Y'all want to hear jokes and hip hop and rap and shit? <laughs> so let's get into that, man. Uh, nothing new that I saw that piqued my interest album wise. Oh, not talk about Sean? one thing real quick. The Big Sean. Oh, man, <laughs> I don't want Big Sean dropped something. <laughs> yeah, you ain't see it, <laughs> or you just no, went right past I, it. I, I ignored it. <laughs> <laughs> what what did what did Big Sean drop this week? Man? So he, he, so he dropped a little EP, um, a EP called Hold on, it's called What you, What You Expect. It was an EP with Big uh, with uh, Hit Boy. Okay, so um, it was a cool little EP. It was six tracks, um, eighteen minutes long. So uh, it was cool. He had Bryson Tiller on here, Lil Durk. Um, 42 Doug and um Babyface Ray. And okay. and I I'm I'm tired of Babyface Ray, man. So I was listening to this album and um it came across on this on the um phone saying Loyal to a Fault featuring, you know, Big Sean, Hit Boy. Uh oh no, it said uh, featuring Big Sean, Hit Boy. And then I seen Babyface. That's all this showed. So I'm like, oh shit! I'm like, he got a song with Babyface, and the way the song started off, check it out whenever you get a chance. The song is called Offense. So uh, the way it started off, I'm thinking like, oh shit, it's about to be some R&B shit with. Ba- How the fuck you get Babyface on here? So the song went on. It went on to some like trap Detroit type shit. So I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, let me check this. I'm like, I know Babyface ain't on here. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a sample or something. 
apparently the screen it didn't read the whole name, so it's Babyface Ray. Oh no! So he need to change his damn name, man. <laughs> He the the baby baby can't nobody be named Babyface at all, man. It should be BF uh, Ray or something. I don't know, but the, that's that's like the third time he got me. <laughs> yeah, that yeah he needs to change the damn name, man. Babyface needs to sue, especially <laughs> since he whack. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, man. <laughs> this ain't this ain't this ain't like a situation where you know uh, you got the wrestler the game. Or uh, yeah. Triple H the game, and then the game the rapper. You know what I mean, it's not even like Lil Nas X and Nas because <laughs> once you see the the Lil comes before the Nas, so you know it ain't gonna be Nas on it. Yeah, but the baby face being first throws you off. Yeah, this the third time he got me, man. <laughs> because at first I thought Babyface came out with an album, but it mm. didn't have the Ray part at the end because I guess it was t- the name was too long, so it just showed the Babyface part. And I was disappointed. I'm like, what the? F-? <laughs> I'm like, man, why the fuck is he? And I think this dude, I think he might be from Detroit too. So mm-hmm. it's that Detroit type rapping. <laughs> yeah. The, that offbeat and all that shit. But I, I was irritated, man. I thought Big Sean had one. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, I know, I know Rocky got to listen to this one. <laughs> but yeah, I was yeah. a little disappointed. But um, as far as the little EP, it was, it was cool, man. I, I, I never had a problem with Big Sean at all. I thought his music was cool. It ain't nothing that, you know, that that would stop the world or anything, but it it was cool production on here. I, I enjoyed it. Okay, okay. You say it's qualified then? Nah. <laughs> it's wait, it's, it's pig pen? I, no, Just cause no, of baby face? No, I was about, I, don't, I don't even think I don't even think I should even judge it, man, to be honest. Okay, it, cool. it was just cool. something. Yeah, listen to it on your own time. I ain't gonna sit here and endorse it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but, but I'm not saying it's whack. So it depends what you like, man. If you're a Big Sean fan, then you probably enjoy this. Yeah, I'll admit I don't like Big Sean at all, man. I've never really been a fan of his. Um, I did hear that he did admit, apparently, on some new song, maybe a freestyle or something. I think it was a new song. Um, he did admit that he's no longer signed to good music. Mm. Which is pretty interesting. I guess he, uh, I think he also implied some issues with Kanye because Kanye had a tweet saying he was going to give his artists back all their publishing mm. to everybody signing good music. Mm. And I guess that never happened. Um, one of Kanye's many campaign lies he told yeah. trying to be elected president or whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that apparently that never happened. Mm. And I believe that Big Sean did confirm that he's no longer with good music. Mm. So, yeah, pretty interesting, man. Um, mm. yeah. <laughs> it's Geneva Club slash Rock Nation Records. He's apparently... Wait, no, that's that's the only thing I'm looking at. Where is no, Big Sean bullshit? Little, uh, yeah, it looked like he went Yeah, Def he's Jam. on Def Jam and UMG. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Kanye gonna have a response to that, but he probably know. ain't gonna hear it until uh, another five years later or something. <laughs> nah, he, Kanye be knowing shit, man. Dude, he be acting like he, you, yeah. You he, think he, he repl- be, you think he reply to Big Sean or say something? <laughs> I don't know if he's gonna. Re- I think he'll make a song that we won't hear for a long time because <laughs> I think that's what he does with Drake. Because mm. you know Drake dropped that song with uh, what's his name Trippy Red, mm. and, and and Kanye responded immediately. Mm. 
So Kanye be knowing when, especially with somebody like Big Sean, he be reading headlines, man. Yeah. People just because he ain't active on the internet no, like I'm just, that. Really, I'm just be, wondering is is Big Sean worth the you know? Hey, I got to respond. Something Drake is worth the hey. Let me stop without doing and respond true. to. Him. So I wonder, do we look like Big? Uh, do we look at Big Sean in that way? He might record like you know how he took shots at Psy High, yeah, in a song that was probably made a while back mm-hmm. and then got leaked. Yeah, he 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 might record something, but we won't hear it. Yeah. Maybe it'll get leaked later. But I think mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if he'll actually put out a single addressing yeah. Big Sean. So yeah, I and two I wonder if he actually have a problem with Big Sean. Because it, it was a couple times where, you know, um, he kind of, I, I want to say people might have had a little prop, uh, issue with him, and he mm-hmm. kind of resolved it a little bit, kind of like, oh, you know, that's my bad or type of thing, or he got him on a song or or kind of called him or something. He, uh, I, I wonder if he would actually do something like that with uh, Big Sean, or was it a real issue between them two that kind of caused this? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they have problems. I know, you know, apparently Big Sean used to write for Kanye and all this stuff, but I did yeah. find the tweets where he did confirm it. He said, by the way, this is the first project where I'm on my own label as well. No more little dog shit. I bossed up. <laughs> and then somebody said, damn, no more good music for Big Sean. And Big Sean said, that's forever a brotherhood. But business wise, I had to start getting a bigger cut. I worked my way out that deal, mm. so okay. Yeah. It seemed good now, for him. Now to be, it seemed like he always been off of good music for a minute, man. It, yeah, it didn't because he wasn't part of that rollout, that good music rollout. So yeah. it, it seemed like he been kind of putting shit out on his own anyway. Maybe it, it maybe it been a disconnect, and he was just p- slowly putting out shit to get off of it. So, yeah, probably. Yeah. But he says his first it's, project he put out without. You know the good music umbrella, yeah. And he's on his own now, so yeah. A lot of people leaving. You know Kanye, not Kanye, Kendrick leaving, TDE, Big Sean leaving. Uh, good music. Hmm. All these black led labels seem to still have the same problems that the white led ones leave have. Man. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. You even see how um, uh, what's his name, uh, Meek Mill tweeted. Did you? We gotta talk about that tweet too. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Did you see that? How um. Meek Mill pretty much said he don't get any music from his label or get any money from his music or something. I didn't see that tweet, but I'm not surprised, man. <laughs> I'm not surprised at all. I got to I got to read you exactly what he tweeted, which made it super funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it got a lot of exclamation marks in it. Yeah, uh, or all caps in it. Yeah, damn. I can, damn I, once I find it, I'll read it. But yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, a lot, a lot of turnover going on in music. People going out on their own, trying to get a bigger cut. You know, mm-hmm. props to them. Shout out to them, man. I always gotta get paid what you believe you're worth for your work. So, mm-hmm. um, a couple new songs did drop, uh, featuring uh, Hove himself. <laughs> Apparently, Jay-Z, and we just learned this before the podcast because I did see this is from a soundtrack, but I didn't know what the soundtrack was from. Apparently, there is a sound, a movie called The Harder They Fall. And this is a Western movie starring Idris Elba, Lakeith Stanfield, and a bunch of other black actors. 
I believe it's straight to Netflix. It's a Netflix film. And Jay-Z is listed as a producer. Mm. So I guess, you know, with the Jay-Z stimulus package, you also get a few verses from him too. (laughs) Because they did drop a soundtrack for this film. And the soundtrack has two new Jay features. Uh, The first song is a song with Conway and Jadakiss. It's called King Kong Rhythm. Featuring back row G or Gee. I don't know what that is. <laughs> and another song called Guns Go Bang with Kid Cudi. Um, we'll react to the good song first. <laughs> so we'll talk about King Kong Rhythm with Jada Kiss, Conway, and Jay Z. Figgy, what do you think about this song, man? Uh, when I first heard the song, it, so the song started off with the hook. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was a bit confused. I'm like, what's going on here? Is this. <laughs> Like, it, it sounded like a movie. It sounded like I was listening to a movie. So, um, I, um, Jadakiss started off. He, it, it didn't sound like Jadakiss at first to me, to be honest. It sounded like, it, it sounded like a, um, like a knockoff Jadakiss. Like somebody's trying to sound like Jadakiss. But, um, I, um, I thought the song was okay, but it sounded way too much like a movie soundtrack to me. Where I don't know if I could just listen to this on my personal time. Maybe maybe the song sound good, um, really good during the movie, but as far as just listening to it, how we listen to it, it didn't really. It it, it sounded strange. It sounded like it was too much going on in the beat and the um, even with the hook. The uh, I I didn't really care for the hook like that. <laughs> like it, this this hook should have been um, because they're talking about King Kong and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, it sounded like it should have been. On the King Kong soundtrack, <laughs> to be honest, Training Day Two soundtrack. Yeah, so um, yeah, King Kong ain't got shit on me, but um, I thought the verses was actually okay. Uh, Jay Z, Jay Z, this is probably one of be- uh, a better Jay Z verse because he been putting out a lot of verses, a few verses this year, and this is probably the uh one of his best ones because he he rapping with some you know j- some legends some giants on this so he couldn't get washed on this but <laughs> he was actually he was actually talking that talk on this so i i enjoyed this jay-z verse but um as far as the song overall man like i said it sound like a movie it, it is a, a soundtrack to a movie but it, it it shouldn't sound it should be a regular song you should be able to just play to me and um, is is it, it would seem weird just playing it in the car, <laughs> it, yeah. So um, I ain't really care for the song that much, but I did like the verses. I, I really like Jay Z verse on this one. Yeah, I agree, man. I think everybody kind of did their thing. It is one of those songs where it's like, okay, I listen to it once. You know, I'm not gonna add it to the Serato or the yeah. playlist or the. Whatever, but I thought it was a cool listen, man. Yeah, Jay Z, it's one of Jay Z's better verses of the year, um, and really in a while, because yeah. I mean, I know the Kanye jail thing is controversial, but you, you, that was not Jay Z at his strongest. I don't think he was great on the uh, Drake album either. He wasn't that Drake album, right? I'm forgetting Certified Lover Boy. He had a verse on that Certified Lover Boy, yeah, right? I think he did. I think yeah. he did. Yeah, I thought it was pretty disappointing. But yeah. uh yeah. this one he actually he did his thing, man. Um 
Yeah, Jay Jay Z came to rap this time. He knew he couldn't get washed, like you said, with Jada Kiss. Jada yeah. Kiss still riding off that versus stimulus <laughs> package. I like it. I love to see it. Yeah. So uh yeah, man, it was a cool song. A cool it's like one of those dream matchup songs where it's like, who would you want to see all together on a track? Yeah. And somebody would say Jada Kiss, Conway, and Jay Z. Yeah, this is something I probably never would have thought would have happened. I, I know yeah. I know Jay Z would have did a song um the song with Griselda because I think he kinda connected with them. So I don't know if they signed a rock nation or what, but I think I knew uh uh Jay Z and Griselda something would have been coming sometime soon. But uh if you would have asked me a couple years ago, I probably wouldn't have thought he would have hopped on the song with Con- Conway or any any of them. Yeah. And um, you know, Jay Z was on some Jada Kiss songs, you know, early on. Or not some Jada Kiss songs, but on posse cuts with Jada. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's something I'm kinda waiting on because I don't think uh Jada Kiss ever got like a personal Jay Z verse. And he's still been trying to get to that. I think this is probably the closest he got <laughs> to a personal Jay Z verse, but I'm sure he wants something for his album. So uh, I would like to hear just the uh, Jada Kiss featuring Jay Z song. I think that'd be dope. Yeah, they should work together, man. It's always good to hear some older rappers who still sound good. Yeah. And, you know, especially after we've lost DMX and so many legends, you know, recently, you want to get these collabs while you still can. You know, I don't want to wait for no posthumous albums no more, man. Yeah. Don't hit me with the posse cuts after everybody dead, man. Yeah. Like, let's it, get it now while no, they're still there's here. There's no reason Jay-Z should have been on DMX uh, album this late mm-hmm. once he passed. Yeah. That, that song should have been out or they should have been working together at some point like that. Uh, they should have released that song a long time ago. Yeah, about one, five or six years ago. Shit, I know. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, no, they definitely should have linked back up before then. But yeah, let's let's not wait till somebody passes to do a pop smoke <laughs> and have all these collaborations where the nigga might have not even met y'all. But not gonna let, let, let's just get all these dream matchups while we still can, man. While everybody's still healthy and young and can still rap. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm down with it, man. Yeah. Uh, there was another song, uh, Kid Cudi and Jay Z on Guns Go Bang. I- I'll-, I'll kick this one off, man. It-, it was it was it was it was mid. It was pig pen. I'm not gonna say it, was, it wasn't a bad song. I think in the context of the movie, it probably sounds better. It, it sounds like a kind of a- the the soundtrack where. Where the hero is getting his guns and reloading yeah. and getting ready to go about for the to go final to war. battle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Putting on his cowboy boots on and his vest and all this shit. Yeah, like you could tell when you listen to the song, like when when it was used in the movie, probably. And I haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah. <laughs> or will ever see it, probably. <laughs> yeah. I can tell what type of scene this music is is probably gonna be used for. And uh but yeah, man, the, the hook was we got to talk about Kid Cudi right now, man. <laughs> I feel like his hook game is super weak. Really? Recently, yeah. man. Yeah. I feel like his hook game is super, is super weak now, man. I don't know what's going on. Because <laughs> uh, I, I, rem- I was reminded because he I follow Kid Cudi on Twitter. And Kid Cudi reposted a clip of him doing Already Home with, with Jay-Z. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, that was off of Blueprint 3. Yeah. The song Already Home. He was performing it live. 
And I'm like, damn, Kid Cudi was on fire at this point in his career, man. Yeah. Like everything he touched, that hook was hard, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking back, like, when's the last time Kid Cudi hit us with a hook like that? When's the last time he hit us with a classic song? Probably that, around that time, man. <laughs> probably. Man on the Moon, too, I think was his best work. And I think, I mean, he had some hits after that, but this his hook game has kind of fallen off to me. The yeah. hook on this song was super weak. It's literally just guns go bang. Like, it, it, it yeah. sounds bad, man. Yeah. Uh, Jay-Z's verse is what it is. It's not, you know, it's standard fare for Jay-Z. I didn't think it sounded bad, but it wasn't, it wasn't not King Kong out. rhythm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I have to say it was kind of mid, man. What about you? What'd you think about it? Yeah, I agree with you, man. Um, the beat was a little irritating. A, a lot of old ass gunshots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Red Dead Redemption? <laughs> it sounds like something more for Red Dead Red Dead Redemption or something, man. So yeah, so uh that was a little irritating. There was a lot going on. Um, like I said with the first song, it sounded like a movie soundtrack, man. Like I'm it sounded like I'm watching remember back in the day we used to have the TVs in the car? <laughs> And you used to play yes. a DVD and then go through the whole thing. <laughs> it sounds like I'm actually playing a movie and driving. <laughs> it it sounds just like that, man. Like it's a part of the movie. And um, it's, I, I don't want to listen to that while I'm driving, man. <laughs> so, um, like I said, I, I'm giving them some. I'm giving it some slack. Not Cuddy because you know we kind of had that conversation about Cuddy before, but. I'm kind of giving the 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 song a little slack because maybe they're purposely making it for the movie because a lot of a lot of songs you just make and throw it on a soundtrack, but it sounds like they actually went into the studio trying to come up with something for the movie. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe that's it, <laughs> and that's why it sounds so much like a movie. They you know they write into a certain scene. But um, yeah, I didn't care for this song at all, man. <laughs> and uh, the the beat got a little better once Jay Z started rapping, but it was a tough beat. It sounded I don't know if they was in the jungle or they was in the, in the desert or something. It sounded like they was it was really about to gear up for war, man. <laughs> so um, yeah, I ain't really care for this one. Maybe it sound better once we watch the, if we watch the movie. But um, yeah, I wasn't feeling this one at all. <laughs> Yeah, same here, man. And if you want to talk about dope modern Western soundtracks, I did like the Django Unchained soundtrack, man. Really? Okay. Um, I thought that was done really well. I think in part because they got the people who worked on those old school Westerns to make new songs for it. Mm. And I really like that Rick Ross Hunter Black Coffin song, man. I played mm. the shit out of that song when it first came out, man. Mm. I got a hundred black coffins for a hundred bad. That shit was hard to me, man. Yeah. So that's what I like to hear with these types of uh, soundtracks. But like I said, I, I I know nothing about this movie. Yeah. So yeah, this kind of put me in mind. Um, well, as far as the soundtrack, I'm looking at the soundtrack now. You got um, you got uh, Barrington Levy on here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, damn, where he been at? Uh, you got <laughs> you got Lauren Hill. She go by Miss Lauren Hill. Yeah. Uh, CeeLo Green on here. So uh, it's a couple, it's a couple people on here, but this kind of put me in mind. Remember that um, Beyonce released the the Lion King <laughs> soundtrack. Mm-hmm. To me, you like I said, you can't really bump that in the whip at all. And I'm not saying you need to bump Beyonce in the whip, but 
it sounded like a movie tr- soundtrack, man. Like ba- like early back in the day when you really had skits from the movies on the yes. soundtrack, and they playing a certain part in the movie, and they putting it on the CD. <laughs> that's what that's what it sound like, man. I mean, if that's yeah. what they're going for, then you know what can I say? But this this ain't no Black Panther soundtrack. This ain't mm-hmm. no you know um, I forgot who else had a uh, pretty good. Um, soundtrack as of late but it ain't nothing like that so i I just i don't know man i'm i'm kind of nervous to even check out the rest of this album (laughs) because maybe maybe it it all sound like that but (laughs) yeah i'm not sure man (laughs) yeah movie soundtracks were weird back in the day man because sometimes you would have one the you would have the ones that actually follow the theme of the movie and then you'd have some that are just basically like a compilation album. Yeah. Of just like, remember the Nutty Professor? Nutty Professor had a fire soundtrack. Same with Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> yeah. They had some fire soundtracks, but none of them had shit to do with the fucking movie, man. Yeah. Remember like, the videos, <laughs> man? Yes. Remember the music videos? It just Random be- clips of the movie playing <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> you had fucking the Leah dancing in some type yeah. of weird little place. And <laughs> <laughs> and, then just, and then just switch over to, to the nutty professor. <laughs> I wonder what's up, Is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Like Big Big Mama's house just has some random ass rap yeah. song and then the clips from Big Mama playing. <laughs> yeah, it'd be Bow Wow on the basketball court yes. and just playing basketball. <laughs> And then you show a bit mama clip. <laughs> and then go right back to it's just like, huh? Like how oh, crazy shit, do that sound man. now, man? I, I guess nobody said nothing back then. Because I nah, guess it was, it was normal, but damn, that shit that shit is crazy vi- now. Every video had that. Money cash hose was from a a, a Blue movie Street. with like nah, it wasn't Blue Streak. It was fucking um it was I can't fuck. It was some action movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, really? Wait, maybe uh, it, maybe it was something else. I, there was a song with DMX and Jay Z mm. that was on a, a off a soundtrack with uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg and like John Woo, uh. not John Woo. Uh, what's his fucking name? I can't remember his name, but uh, yeah, it, it's some crazy shit, man. Yeah, thinking back, like every video back then just had random clips from the movie it was from it didn't fit the theme at all yeah <laughs> that's just too funny man is it was it the corruptor <laughs> the corruptor um maybe what movie was that now i gotta look uh i can't fucking remember man but yeah, yeah. It, it was just crazy ba- basically uh, like if you watch movies back then or soundtracks and videos you remember yeah. can i get a fuck like the rush hour Ru- can i, I, I get actually a- had, i actually <laughs> had that soundtrack man somebody gave yes. me that soundtrack this when um people used to get them for free yeah and so i was a kid so i think my sister might might have had that soundtrack and she just gave it to me and so I was playing that shit. So it had the, uh, it had the, can I get a what? Uh, yeah, can I get a on there? And then they had some mm. random um, Chris Tucker, <laughs> Jackie Chan skits. And then they had the Drew Hill song on there. The, uh, the uh, tell me what you want from me. That, whatever that is. <laughs> it, it had Redman verse on there too. So, um, yeah, it, it, that was a crazy time, man. It, it's it's funny how connected the movie part and the music part was, how they were solely together like that. Yes. 
and yeah, you are right. The uh, the remix of Money Cash Hose was used on the uh, corrupt the movie The Corrupter mm-hmm. with Mark Wahlberg and Chow Yun Fat. <laughs> and yeah, the remix had <laughs> random clips of, of the fucking movie, which you know that song wasn't using that fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, they, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, they they yeah, it, it was always funny when they did that shit, man. But yeah, movie soundtracks were just different back then, man. I, I don't know what happened to them. Yeah, Black Panther. I mean, they they try to do it again. Black Panther was a cool soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, Lion King. Uh, uh, yeah, um, yeah. I think yeah. It's like now, now you probably won't see those type of videos I we used to see back in the day with random clips because I feel like now they get, everybody got so much money and and so oh, much yeah. invested in where they can actually get the actors in the damn mm-hmm. video if they wanted to. Or you know they could shoot a part of the movie, uh, part of the video as the movie. They could do more than just throwing a random ass clip from the movie in the video. Did the did the video for all the stars have clips from Black Panther? Uh, I can't even remember. Let yeah. me scan through the video real quick. <laughs> I can't remember if it did. I don't think it. It probably didn't. It just has fancy visuals and CG. And Kendrick looking like a king in some clothes. No, nah, he ain't have no Black Panther pit or clips. Yeah, I don't think so. If they did, they probably would have actually had um, him in the movie or something. Or yeah, they probably yeah. That's how because they got so much money now, they can actually reach out to these actors and get them to act in the damn video. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They don't do that shit no more, man. We got to bring that them vibes back, man. We got to have. <laughs> Fucking uh what's the movie that's coming out soon? <laughs> um, I can't even think of the Matrix Four. We gotta have a song <laughs> with fucking <laughs> Neo shooting people yeah. in the middle of a scissor song or some shit, <laughs> man. I don't know. <laughs> we gotta bring them vibes back, man. I miss that shit. Yeah, yeah, it looked like Black Panther wasn't in this at all. Nah, nah. Disney said, but, nah, but you ain't it, got the rights to that shit. Yeah, but at least they kind of going off the Black Panther vibe in this. Story. Yeah, they put actual <laughs> Black Panthers in it. Is that, Yeah, it is, this ain't no video in the hood and you on the stoop <laughs> or some shit. And then random ass. Cuts a, yeah, Chadwick Boseman <laughs> fighting somebody in the movie. <laughs> 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 Duh, that you, shit was you, too in, funny, you in the man. hood counting money and all this shit, and then they go to <laughs> shoot the Wakanda. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Pitch, a random shit, ass man. part of uh, Thanos or some shit. <laughs> Iron Man flying around and shit for no reason. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember back in the day how they used to freak it a little bit. They would have like some type of superhero, like or cartoon or something in the video. Yes. And they used to make it like, oh, like the cartoon Buzz Bunny just pulled up. Yeah. And he, <laughs> I used to be like, man, this looks so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Did that shit for Eminem and role model, like random ass <laughs> cartoon parts. Yeah. yeah. Man, I remember that shit too. Videos were wild, man. It was, man. We really even think of, the funny things we don't even think of, like, just it's just looking back. Cause at the time we thought that shit was fire and just normal. We wasn't laughing so at looking it back, like that. Yeah. yeah, I know. But looking back, it's so ridiculous, man. But <laughs> damn. <laughs> that shit's funny to think about, man. Um, so let with that said being said, let's get into some topics, some things that happened this week, man. We'll react to real quick. Um, shit, we'll kick it off with okay. I guess a oh, Rolling Loud. I guess they're doing a New York version too. 
<laughs> they probably do it every year. I don't know. I can't keep yeah. up with. There's like a Rolling Loud L.A. and a Rolling Loud New York now, I guess. <laughs> and uh, ro- Rolling I, Loud live- Miami. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Rolling Loud uh, fucking Alabama. I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> but <laughs> apparently they had another Rolling Loud. And um, it looks like 50 Cent. Which is kind of crazy that 50 Cent was like headline and rolling loud. Yeah. I guess it was New York, so they had to bring the vibes. But uh, apparently he brought out Lil Baby, and Lil Baby did a set. Lil Baby or The Baby? Not Lil Baby. The Baby. Up, man, I'm fucked up. The yeah. Baby. <laughs> the Baby who was canceled at the last Rolling Loud a few <laughs> months ago in L.A. Uh, suddenly is back and did a whole set at the New York Rolling Loud. <laughs> Um, so I'm hoping this will forever put an end to this whole the baby got canceled, oh free the baby. Yeah. I, I think we can finally say that this can be put to rest, right, Figgy? Are we finally done with talking about the cancellation and LGBTQ versus the baby? Yeah, yeah, we can put it to rest, man. I I and I said it before. We we crushed the baby a bunch of times, man. I, yeah. And I, rightfully so. But I don't think he should have ever been uh, canceled for um, from doing shit again, man. I don't think. Look, every company has a right to take you off for whatever you say or do. But I don't think it's right for us to sit there and say, "Hey, we need to cancel this guy." Like, I, I look, he he got hit hard in the pockets, <laughs> so I, I'm sure he probably learned his lesson not to, you know, say shit like that public publicly like that. But um, yeah, man. Look, man. Let him perform, man. Let, just let him do his thing. It'd be one thing if he was still acting a fool and all this other stuff. But look, man. That is it's over. <laughs> it, it was a few months ago. Just just move on, man. And um, it, what's crazy is I seen he was performing, but I didn't even think nothing of it, man. I was just like, okay. Like I totally forgot about all the shit he he was doing a couple months ago. So. Yeah, man. Look, I'm. I'm. Look, we need to just move past it, man. What's the What's the purpose of sitting there, mad that he's still performing? Like, if you don't rock with him, you don't rock with him. <laughs> that That's how I kind of look at it. But um, yeah, man. He he suffered his consequences, <laughs> and he 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 got hit in the pockets. So yeah, let him do his thing, man. Yeah, man. And and yeah, I'm glad it's over at this point. Um and everybody who is riding super hard for the baby, I, I knew this was gonna happen. I think most people probably did, yeah. but they just wanted to complain about something and the whole, you know, oh, cancel culture goes too far. Like this happens to anybody who says some goofy shit that offends people, man. You gotta take a few months to cool off, put out your publicly apology that's crafted by your PR team, put that out there, go dark for a few months. And then just come back and start doing shows. People gonna forget about this shit, man, or not care about it. Yeah, you know, like nobody cared. They made a. They were trying to make it look like, oh, Rolling Loud cut the live stream, but they also put his performance on their page. So clearly, yeah. they were fucking with him. Yeah, and yeah, man, he just had to fall back for a few months, but he was gonna be okay. People were acting like he was never gonna work again. Period. Yeah, and they, he just got canceled unfairly. Like, look. He said some goofy shit on a live stream where millions were watching. 
and he had to fall back for a little bit, but he was just fine, man. Yeah. And so all, all these people who were riding super hard from them, like, <laughs> no, like there's real problems in the world, man. Yeah. We, we ain't got to worry about the baby. The baby going to be fine. Yeah. And this, and when you look at it, man, this is a, um, this, this ain't like an NFL team, man, where you work yeah. for an organization. These record labels aren't about to drop you for shit, man. It's, no, hell it's no. people in jail for murder. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That that they are still signed to their record label, man. They just they're not like you can't get these rappers can't get canceled, man. Boosie going through his thing too right now, and um, he, you you can't cancel anybody. Like you can stop listening to him. You man, companies can choose not to work with that artist, but you can't. They can't just can't. You, it's ways for them to make money if they want to, unless if. Unless there's some deeper politics behind it or, you know, some type of real stuff that's happening where a label will say, hey, I'm, you know, I, let me step back type of thing. Like, a you know, like an R. Kelly case or something. But, um, yeah, man, it, you, look, man, I've I never seen anybody, you know, get canceled for comments like this. That's, that's a rapper or some type of musician. And I think people need to realize that, man. Like, you cannot like what people say. You can choose not to support them, but it's just it's it's kind of dumb to sit there and feel like they shouldn't work again. <laughs> but I don't even <laughs> think money. with the baby, I don't think people even want, and that's why I don't like the fact that you know the people get blamed for canceling people. Where it's like we're really people are just calling it out. Yeah, like even the trans people aren't saying take the special off and and don't ever play it and don't let David Chappelle perform in your in your city. They're not saying anything like that. They had more demands of just be more respectful and put out more whatever whatever their demands were. Yeah. But they weren't saying don't let him work again ever. Yeah. That's the company's decision. Mm-hmm. So put that on the companies and the festivals that canceled the baby and took them off the lineup because that was their doing. Yeah. They didn't want to deal with the potential of blowback. Exactly. And so that's, they're just playing it safe. Yeah. And that's why I say, you know, he he got his, you know, he suffered the consequences because they could have kept going. But that's their ch- just like it's our choice to if we want to listen, continue supporting them or not. That's their choice, too. They, you know, they're bringing this person in. If they feel like, nah, we don't want to have them on our showcase, they can take them off. But you know that that's you know that's up to them. And they feel like they, you know, want to bring them back on. That that's kind of up to them. <laughs> so you know, at the end of the day, they're bringing him in. That <laughs> you know, so um, yeah, I just I just never understood when people feel like somebody should be canceled. I, the only people I feel like that probably should be canceled is people that's actually committing crime at that moment. Yeah. And, you know, of course, the heinous crime and they're sitting there getting away with it. <laughs> and it's like, damn, we we feeding this person habits. And, you know, he's committing a crime <laughs> and he's still out here doing this and, you know, stop supporting this person. But um, outside of that, man, like if you like, I just don't understand how other people walk up to you and be like, hey, we need to cancel this person. We need to stop supporting this person. It's like, oh, like if you don't like it, you don't listen to it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it just, 
it, it, I'm glad he kind of bad performing, man, because I I do think um, like we fit, we, we criticized him pretty bad, <laughs> which mm-hmm. I think was well deserved. But just move on, man. Like it's it's not that deep, man. <laughs> just just move on. He made a mistake. Just you know, I I don't want to see nobody get canceled for comments like that. And it never happens, man. That's why I'm like, look, that's why <laughs> I laugh when people say, oh, uh, Daniel Caesar got canceled for what he said about yes, Jules. Like I said, no, most people don't even know what the fuck he said, man. Yeah, he got he he fell off. Yeah, that's all that happened. Yeah, he fell what was, off. What was some other good music off. he have? Yeah, like he ain't make he, another hit hit. <laughs> exactly. If, if if Chris Brown's still getting major features and, and selling a lot of records. You can't say that anybody else can get canceled, man, really. Because yeah. he's a if you want to argue somebody who should be canceled, it's probably him. But he's still out here making a ton of money, got a lot of industry fan industry people, connects, yeah. mm-hmm. still doing a lot of features on big records, man. Yeah. And so yeah, if people fuck with you, they fuck with you. Ain't no cancellation going on, man. People yeah. gotta calm down. Yeah. There's bigger problems in the world than quote unquote cancel culture. Yeah, unless so. like I said, and then like I said, these these artists they kind of work for themselves. Mm-hmm. They're not employed by like an ESPN or Fox Sports or something like that, where you can actually lose your job and not get a job again because exactly. of comments. They, you know, as long as they their music still going, they can still make music on their own. <laughs> So as long as they can put that out and, you know, make money, that they can't get canceled for that. <laughs> Dog, whatever happened to that announcer in that baseball game who didn't know his mic was hot and he called San Francisco the F-word capital of the world? Oh, yeah. And he got pulled off. Yeah. He got pulled off. I never seen nobody get pulled off during a game broadcast. <laughs> I didn't either, yeah. <laughs> what happened to that guy, man? I got to look him up. Did yeah. he actually get canceled? Is he still working? He might. I, I, he might, <laughs> I got to look up that guy. That's called being canceled. If he's not working again, <laughs> that that's called being canceled, man. When, yeah, you, when you actually lose your job and something on your, rep, uh, your reputation, you can't get another job somewhere else. Yeah, John Gruden got canceled, but I mean, look. yeah, that's kind of, yeah. <laughs> Unless he get another NFL job or something like that, which he probably won't. Nah. <laughs> or um, yeah. So somebody Not anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if he go to college. some desperate college might get him. I don't know, but that'll be years down the line, man. It won't yeah, be even, next year, the year after. Yeah, I wonder if he even go for that, man. He probably. I don't know. He probably so ticked off a little bit. He probably. I wonder if he gonna take the NFL down at some point or say some shit. He gonna expose some other people. Yeah, like, yeah I'm taking the whole thing with me, man. He's doing a uh, <laughs> Nino uh, <Brown>. Denzel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Green> Denzel. <laughs> or Denzel, an American gangster. Yeah. Just take everybody down, man. Yeah, or shit, or Denzel um, and fucking Training Day. Like, yep. I put cases on all you bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shit. Uh, speaking of Rolling Loud, uh, there was some drama. Uh, Fetty Wap apparently was busted. He was supposed to perform, and apparently he was a subject of a federal case, and they arrested him because I guess they knew he was going to be there. And apparently he is part of a uh, some kind of a group that was distributing uh, cocaine, heroin, fentanyl and crack cocaine across Long Island and New Jersey. Man. 
Um, they were obtained on the West Coast and used USPS vehicles with secret, secret compartments. So basically, he got caught up in a drug ring. Yeah. And he got busted, man. Yeah. 1.5 million in cash, 16 Damn. kilos of cocaine, two ki- kilograms of heroin, fentanyl pills, pistol, handguns, and a rifle. Well, so, I guess we know how he was. He been supporting himself since the music kind of fell off. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I'm surprised. Like, if you're moving this type of weight, why are you still being a rapper, and why are you still going to shows? Yeah, <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on, man? Yeah, and it, that's um, crazy. Yeah, so they say if he found guilty, he could face life in prison. <laughs> Damn, which is which is really wild, man. <laughs> And it's it's crazy because I was uh, uh I was listening to um Joe Budden podcast and he kind of made a good point on so they they was having a discussion on um I guess the difference between like New York rappers and the Southern rappers as far as how they move and how um and, and he he brought up the New York gun laws how uh, strict they are and how the hip hop police in New York are pretty much targeting those um you know. East Coast rappers. So you you see people like Bobby Smurda, you know, when he get hot, they they, you know, call him in and he do eight years or some shit. And they did it with multiple rappers like that. And you could kind of see the same thing with like a Fetty Wap, man. They he mentioned how these, you know, the feds and these police, they wait till you up at the top. <laughs> they wait till you get ready to walk on that stage to arrest you. Mm-hmm. And um and then you know if you got some type of gun charge or anything like that, there is no way out of it. <laughs> and you know we seen it with Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne caught a gun charge in New York and had to do that time. Mm-hmm. He couldn't get out of it. So um yeah, it, 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 he made a good point about that um because he even he was talking about how um because the discussion came up how Atlanta artists is moving moving up quicker than like a New York artist. And he was he mentioned how a lot of these New York artists, as soon as they get up there a little bit, they get some type of charge and, and they be gone for like five or six years. And it's like, damn, it's, it's, it's hard to move, you know, in New York like that. But in the South, you know, you got the you got the friendly gun laws. <laughs> you could kind of get out that shit. So uh, I know I'm on a um, tangent, but that, w- that was kind of a good point. Um, I-, I never even thought about it like that. But you can kind of see it here, man. And as of late, I'll probably say the past couple of weeks, these, the feds and all that shit have been running up on these shows, man, and, you know, taking these artists down. So it's, yeah, I don't know what's going on. And I think um, the fentanyl, that's kind of a big thing now. I've been killing a lot of people. So I don't know if that have anything to do with it. But um, a lot of these artists, man, been, um, you know, getting arrested a lot. Yeah, um, I heard they uh, sentenced or I guess found guilty, or I guess the uh, the guy who sold Mac Miller the uh, the fentanyl um, was going to plead guilty. Mm-hmm. So he's going to do some time too, man. Yeah, the shit, they ain't fucking around no more, man. Yeah, um, 42 Doug, I think he mentioned he, he, he going to jail in a couple days too. Yeah. So, it, man, it's a lot of people just getting caught up in shit, man. <laughs> yep. It, it it's crazy. <laughs> no, it really is, man. Uh, all these niggas that were talk bragging about making money during pandemic. I don't hear that shit no more, man. Because now <laughs> we know how they was making money during the pandemic. 
Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, people gotta people gotta I don't know move more carefully. Stop being on some bullshit. But you know, I ain't gonna change. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, speaking of festivals, um, another festival lineup this time in Houston, Texas, was announced. Of course, Travis Scott does his annual Astro World Fest. And he did announce the lineup for the 2021 show that is going to be, uh, what day is it? It is... it is November 5th through 6th. So, damn, next week, isn't it? Or the week yeah. after? November 5th. Yeah, next yep. week. Oh, damn, it's already, damn. Yeah. They just announced the lineup, and the show is a week from now. So, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Did they even pro- sell the tickets yet? I think so. Yeah, I think they sold out. Damn. Because um, our friend of the show, Matt, uh, DJ Me, he had mm-hmm. bought some tickets months ago. <laughs> and, so um, they sell the tickets before you even know who's going to be yes. at the show. Yeah. That's wild, man. Yeah. That's that's a leap of faith, especially if you got to get some resale that it, are it, 100 it, over. It is. Yeah. No, it is. <laughs> that's it's definitely a leap wild, of faith. Man. Yeah. Because. I mean, you knew Travis Scott was going to be there. That's all you knew. Yeah. But, but you, you got to look at it too, man. Their fans are crazy. They don't give yeah. a damn. It could it could be just him, and they would be just fine. That's true. But um, yeah, man, it, it, it got a hell of a, a lineup. He does. So of course, Travis Scott will be there, and a special guest, SZA, Chief Keef, Bad Bunny, Young Thug, and YSL, Master P. Yeah, which is interesting. Tame Impala. I would, I would be excited to see Tame Impala, man. I don't oh, know. Me too. Man. I don't know if they're gonna put on a, a a whole set or nothing, but I would love to see Tame Impala, man. Yeah, no, nah, that's gonna be they, their live shows look fire, man. So you know they're gonna put on a good show. Yeah. Twenty One Savage, the the most random inclusion, <laughs> Earth, Wind, and Fire. I don't. I are gonna be at. I don't Astro know World. about this one, man. <laughs> I don't know. This it was hard seeing them in the verses. They was barely because you know they older. They still look mm-hmm. good, but they're older, man. And they were getting tired during the verses where they had yeah. to sit down and all that stuff. So it'd be interesting to see how this, how they gonna perform or what they gonna do because they. It'll be interesting to see the crowd reaction, man, because you know yeah. it's gonna be mostly young white, white people, people out there. Yeah. So it'll be interesting because I remember we went to go see Jay Z, and when I saw it was in Austin at ACL. And the crowd, I mean, the crowd wasn't dead, but you can tell they ain't no they no Jay Z songs. Yeah, yeah, they were in there in the hopes that maybe Beyonce would show up or something. I think, but that you could tell outside of the major hits, they ain't no no Jay Z songs. <laughs> they they ain't rap along the big pimping for for Pimp C's <laughs> verse. It was kind of embarrassing, especially since it was in Texas, man. But uh, so yeah, it'll be fun to see the the audience reactions to Earth, Wind, and Fire <laughs> with these uh fucking white kids wearing V loan, yeah, <laughs> and, and all this goofy shit. Yeah. So uh, we know our girl Jasmine gonna be there, so we gonna yeah. have her give us the uh the rundown next time she's on the podcast. She's gonna yeah. tell us a whole story about yeah, how she she tell the us next goes. year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for our 200th show we might get her back on and maybe she'll be back 
in the, uh, first first episode of January, we, we know about what happened. Yes, yes. <laughs> now, shout out to Jasmine. Now, yeah. she'll, t- she'll break it down for us. Oh, yeah, we're not even done with the lineup yet, man. That oh, was yeah. like the first half. Yeah. They also have uh, Roddy Rich. Okay, we, we mentioned all the good people, at least. Yeah. Well, mainly. Roddy Rich, Chase B., Yes, Tumor. I don't know who that fucking is. Yeah. Lil Baby, Don Tolliver, Toro Imoy, Moi. I don't know if you see that shit. <laughs> Sheck West, Sofago, BIA, Bia. Yeah. I don't know the fuck that is either. Metro Boomin. Is he just going to DJ? I don't know. Houston All Stars, of course, and Tizo Touchdown. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, cool lineup, man. Yeah. Um, nothing I want to risk COVID for, but you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I put in <laughs> shout out to I put in for a media pass and they denied me. They say yeah. they're not really giving out media passes. Um, like this due to due to COVID. Even though I think they lying. I, I, yes, the they whole, are. The whole COVID thing is a lie. Where people say, "Oh, due to COVID, we're we're limiting our passes," and like that's a lie. <laughs> There are no restrictions in Texas, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> like that's like there, there's that shit is gonna be packed, and it's gonna be uh, thousands of people right next un, up under each other. Yeah. So don't tell us you ain't got no media passes, <laughs> yeah. man. That yeah. shit's gonna be packed. The it's gonna be a petri dish of COVID, Delta virus, or Delta <laughs> variant, Gamma yeah. variant, Omega variant, all up in that shit, man. So yeah. don't tell some fucking COVID stop yeah. them from getting the pass. And what day is is this a Friday or and Saturday? Uh, I believe yes, Friday and Saturday. Yeah, okay. Now I stay right around the corner from. <laughs> NRG, so it's it's gonna be packed. Dog, just rush the gate like all them kids Dude. did last year, man. No, the la- <laughs> no, the last time they had it though, uh, I want to say I was going somewhere, but it was kids hanging around hours before it even opened. Oh yeah. So it was just like, and mind you, NRG. If people don't know, NRG is kind of in the hood. <laughs> it's, it's not like downtown or anything. So I was seeing a whole bunch. You could tell some rich ass white kids randomly walking around dressed like Kanye. Yeah, <laughs> everybody rocking um, the Travis Scott Jordans and Yeezys and shit like that. The oversized T-shirts. Yeah, and I was just like, wait, a minute. I'm like, I'm like, damn, is they here for the concert already? It's like fucking ten in the morning, <laughs> and um, yeah, so it's it's gonna be crazy around there, man. I'm not looking forward to that part. <laughs> It's going to be wild, man. They're going to camp out for that shit. It ain't just hours before. They're going to camp out for that shit, man. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, sure will be a fun time. Like we said, we'll have Jasmine on eventually, and she will break it down for us and tell us how that shit went. Yeah, 2022. Yeah, 2020. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> when she's back from the world tour, she'll get back with us. Yeah. <laughs> um, other things that happened this week. Um... Fuck it, let's talk about this Jada Pinkett and Will Smith bullshit, man. <laughs> so Jada Pinkett, let me get the actual quote so I'm not misquoting people. But uh, Jada Pinkett, I guess, was on something. Was it the uh, Red Table? Where, I think it was the Red no, Table. It was, was it Red, red table? table? Yes, it was Red Table Talk because we always <laughs> learn about this bullshit yeah, on, on the, the Red Table Talk. Yes. And I'm, she was on it with, I think, Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm. <laughs> which I don't write. Yeah. So, sidebar, <laughs> why does Gwyneth Paltrow have so much pull in black culture and hip hop? 
I don't know, man. <laughs> Why was Nas defending her on the news? Like, what is it about <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow? She was on a re- record label or something, man. I don't fucking know, man. I think she's secretly hanging around a lot of black people. <laughs> because somehow, no matter, even though she's the whitest woman to ever walk the earth, yeah. <laughs> she's always in some hip-hop shit and on some black news. Like, she's always somehow in the mix in black culture. Yeah. And I'm like, how, man? <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, yeah, I think Gwyneth Paltrow was on the Red Table Talk, and um, uh, I guess they were talking about sex life and how difficult it is to maintain a sex life with your husband. And she said, uh, what did she say? Let me get the exact quote. She basically said, it's hard to maintain the sex life. Mm. And I'm trying to find the actual quote. I can't even find the quote that said it was. She said the thing um, Will and I talk about is a lot uh, is the journey. We started this at a very, very young age, you know, 22 years old. That's why uh, the accountability part really hit for me because I think you're uh, uh, I, I think you expect your partner to know what you need, especially when it comes to sex. Uh, It's like, well, if you love me, you should know. If you love me, you should read my mind. That's a huge pitfall. Pitfall. And she said some other stuff, too. See, I don't even know what's so controversial about that. Yeah, I was going to say that, man. Um, I, I, I actually read the article <laughs> to check it out because if I didn't read it, I would have been like, man, she on some bullshit or something. But this is very common, man. <laughs> and this is people that's not married won't, uh, won't, be honest won't understand as much because i think my the only problem i have with what she said because i think she was kind of right i understood where she was coming from but what um the problem i have with what she said was um uh if you love me you should read my mind (laughs) look guys we talked about this a a bunch guys just can't don't read women minds like that we don't know what you want so, you know, I think communication is a big part. I think instead of, uh, hey, if you love me, you should read my mind. I think you need to communicate with, you know, what you like. And maybe we can, you know, have some better sex or I can do something better. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I, I, ain't have a, I ain't have a problem with this, man. I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't up in arms about this. I do think it's strange that all of this shit is you know, just coming out to the front now. And, you know, I don't even know if they, they're actually still together. <laughs> but um I think I think that's a little strange, but um uh, people was tearing her apart. I, I was just like, uh, like first of all, we talked about Will Smith and Jada Pickett. So you you don't know what the hell they be doing in their life. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, I ain't really have a I ain't I really have a problem with what she said, man. I think it's I think that's common with married folks, to be honest, because after a while, they've been together for years, man. After a while, you know, you got to find something else that spark your interest a little bit, man. <laughs> you got to you gotta do something else. You, you can't just do the same old missionary position. Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, I don't know what they do to spark it up, but um, I think it, I think it's very common, man. I think it's, you know, I, I, I understand what she was trying to say. Yeah, I don't get the outrage, man. I'm reading the quotes, and it's like, this is typical long-term marriage shit, man. 
I understand. I guess Twitter was just bored and Facebook was bored because they wanted to make the headline about, oh, Jada Pinkett throwing Will Smith under the bus again, saying they don't have sex or saying it's hard to have sex with him. When yeah. it's like when you've been married for 20 plus years, you ain't going to be smashing like it was year one or two. Yeah. Like, honestly, you probably tired of seeing that person waking up to them every yeah. single day. Yeah. And I'm, I, I, you, I, I do believe she did say some disrespectful things about basically how, you know, it was hard. I mean, I don't like to say disrespectful because that's her husband. They got their yeah. own thing. But basically, she was implying that it was hard for them to actually live together during the pandemic mm. because they didn't even know each other. And it's like, man, that's your husband. I mean, yeah. you, you know anybody, I, you should know him. Yeah. But uh, that's some stuff you probably I probably wouldn't say. Maybe she's super comfortable at the red table. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she just letting it loose. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I think it's I think it's super common, man. It, you we heard the joke the uh, what's the uh, Eddie Murphy joke when he's talking about uh, eating a cracker, a Ritz cracker. How mm-hmm. uh, he was saying, "Damn, is this?" Ritz? I, f- I forgot if it was delirious or raw. I can't I can't remember which one it was, but he was talking about just imagine just eating a a, a saltine cracker, a Ritz cracker. And you just eating it and eating it and you enjoying it. And just imagine eating that for 20 plus years. <laughs> <laughs> now, man, you're going to get tired of it, right? Or you're going to get a little bored. So um, I think that I, th- I think that was a perfect analogy to, you know, talk about marriage. When you've been like, look at your look at your grandparents, man. I, I'm I'm sure um, it's a bunch of grandparents out there that probably don't mess around like they used to. And at this point, they're just they're just together <laughs> and they just mm-hmm. focus on, you know, paying the bills and all this other stuff, man. And they just, you know, they just hanging out together pretty much till they get old. And, you know, a lot of people aren't like that, man. Some people get bored and leave. Some people stick around. So um, I think I think they had the point where they, you know, they had kids, they got careers and all this other stuff. And, you know, they trying to. I guess I don't, I don't know I don't know if they trying to stick together or you know they just getting bored that's why maybe she was messing around maybe he was messing around I I don't know man but um like I understand exactly what she's saying man <laughs> they've been together over 30 20 30 years so you know you you got to find something else you got to find something exciting you know when it comes to you know I guess some intimate relationships and maybe maybe that's why she, you know, they kind of, you know, maybe that's why she was messing around or something. I don't know. But yeah. Will Smith did have a GQ interview where he basically admitted that they had an open relationship. Mm-hmm. And he basically said, like, you know, I don't recommend this path for anybody, really. But it, it, it somehow kind of works for us. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, of all the list of the controversial things Jada and Will have said about each other. I think this ranks pretty low. I mean, it's typical marriage shit, man. I didn't see the problem with it. People just made it a bigger deal because I guess they were bored. I, I think what to... I think what it was too with the first situation, the uh, entanglement thing. Mm-hmm. I think whenever Jada say anything about Will or some type of relationship, I think they just run with it. At yeah, this, it gives, she, it, it, she probably getting me number one at this point. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, and I mean maybe well deserved because that August Alcina shit was terrible. Yeah, but uh, and they brought it, that all on themselves. So I mean, that that is what it is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I, I don't really care about their relationship no more, man. Whatever they got works for them. 
I don't, I don't feel like giving my own commentary on people's relationships. Yeah, like, I just I, don't care, man. I, I do think the only strange thing about it to me is uh, how she just brung it up, and there's, I guess they're still together. <laughs> It'd be one thing if they wasn't together and she kind of explaining like, hey, this is what happened. And, mm-hmm. you know, we wasn't really, you know, feeling each other anymore. And it was hard to do this. And, you know, but it, it's kind of strange because I would be a little upset if my wife came out and said, hey, yeah, it's really hard to have sex with Figgy because blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. It's kind of like, damn, <laughs> you just kind of throwing me out, throwing our mm-hmm. bedroom life out there. <laughs> So that that was the only strange part about it, but I kind of understand where she, you know, I get where she coming from because, you know, you know, being married, you got to find different ways to spice it up, man. You can't be missionary the whole 40 plus years, man. <laughs> you got to you got to find some type of way to, you know, satisfy your other partner, man. Yeah, she probably want to wear a strap or something, man. I don't fucking know. She got her own <laughs> weird things going on. Yeah, and Will, I think uh, Will Smith talked about that too. How um, she she was kind of raised different to uh, on how she look at relationships. So um, I don't know if if her parents was kind of raised like that, or if she was raised like that when it came to relationships, where you know it was kind of open or something. But she kind he kind of threw her on that like hey you know um, Jada always been this way when it comes to relationships so maybe you know I don't know what she went through as a kid but maybe you know she had a weird type of you know relationship uh, seeing her parents in relationships I don't know but he kind of he kind of put that on her. <laughs> yeah, she wants. Uh, I know what she wants in the bedroom. She wants Will to put on a bandana. And, yeah. and she wanted to life. say Hennessy and the knees <laughs> while you hitting. <laughs> she like, she like, Human. Yeah. Will's, Will, all you have to do is get thug life tatted on your stomach. That's all I want. <laughs> like, what's so I bad got... about that? <laughs> uh, can you get shot a few times, babe? You can get shot like a yeah. couple times. Not even five. Just, just a couple, please. <laughs> <laughs> All that corny rap you put out, can you do a disc record at least yeah. once? God, can you make a song called? Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's do a, let's do a karaoke night, and I want you to perform this song called "Hit 'Em Up" by Tupac. <laughs> let's role play. I want you to play Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> let's act out this scene from Poetic Justice real quick, okay? <laughs> While I'm playing yeah. my episode of Different World with Tupac in it in yeah. the background. You know I was supposed to be in Poet of Justice, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, they wanted um what's her name? Janet Jackson to have the role, but you know, I was really supposed to get that role. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So yeah, that, <laughs> that's probably what the what kind of bedroom kink shit she her, wants. Her love for Tupac like, is kind of insane, man. <laughs> no, it a hundred percent is, man. I mean, it's he's been there troubling. for twenty fucking years, man. Yeah, like, it's, it's a little troubling. It's been a minute. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's very strange. Oh, uh, I don't look, man. She might be, she might be taking the cake over uh, Lauren London at this point, man. The way she's I mean, mourning um, <laughs> Tupac. 
I mean, Nitsy is still pretty fresh, man. That's why I'm saying. She, she, I, think she, I think she overboard. Uh, I think she's more than that, though, man. Yeah. She's acting more than that. You would she act Tupac like he died, died five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and she's still not over the shock and trauma. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, it's yeah. been a minute, girl. You got to move on. Yeah. Your kids are grown now. <laughs> they weren't even born when Tupac was alive. Yeah. No, <laughs> dude, I would be, look, I would be a little troubled if my mom was sitting there always bringing up an ex-boyfriend before I was born and talking yes. about how they were soulmates or whatever it was. I would be a little troubled, like, ma. Nah, Jaden was <laughs> talking about that. He was like, yeah, my mom loved Tupac. I'm like, Dog, why are you st- <laughs> yeah. you, know, you got a father that raised you in wealth and luxury? <laughs> Dude, and I you gonna talk yeah. about Tupac? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to know. Yeah, that's that's wild, man. <laughs> it really is, man. But they 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 working it out themselves. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever works for them. That's their business, them. I don't man. Really care. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just stop telling us about shit on Red Table Talk because I'm tired of hearing about that show. <laughs> uh, shit, how do you feel about... <laughs> uh, where are you going to start? Let, let, let's talk as a little fun story real quick, man. Do you see what the Squid Game director said to LeBron James? No, what did he say? Uh, well, LeBron James, I think it was after some kind of press conference he had or some kind of media availability. Uh, somebody asked him about Squid Game and he was like hey I've, have you seen it and he mm. said I don't really like the ending mm. so the Squid Game director I guess had an interview and somebody asked him about LeBron James comments and first the Squid Game director had a little shout out of uh, LeBron he said oh have you seen Space Jam 2 <laughs> and then he basically said you know this is my creation and my ending so you know he's he's a great guy but, you know, if he hates my ending, maybe he can make a show with his ending. And then I'll tell him, you know, I liked your entire show except for the ending. <laughs> and then LeBron tweeted. He was like, oh, are you serious? Is this real? <laughs> so how do, you, do you have any takes on that, man? Do you think LeBron is going a little too far trying to criticize people when he made Space Jam 2? Does he have any right to call a, a, a ending trash? Or what do you think of people just being too sensitive? I think um, I think it's because it's LeBron, man. Because this is not he ain't the first person I heard that said the ending was meh, or yeah. who didn't like the ending. So that's why I didn't really have a problem with it. But for the simple fact, it's LeBron James. I think that it was kind of like I, I think that's why the di- director actually responded because I haven't seen nobody say they really liked the ending. I seen a whole bunch of people saying, "Hey, the end." That's to be honest, that's what kind of made me stop watching it. I heard so much criticism about how it was a little overrated and the ending was trash. Where I was just like, I ain't, I don't, I don't, I don't think I got past episode two to be honest. But um, I'll probably finish it sometime soon. But um, yeah, I ain't got no, I, I don't really have a problem with. It. I think it was just, I was just, I, th- I think it's actually a compliment that LeBron even talked about it, and the director kind of used that as, hey, you know, kind of respond to LeBron. So I think I think um, I I don't really look at it as a bad thing, but um, yeah, I just kind of I think LeBron is kind of you know saying what everybody else was saying. It wasn't a hot take to me. I just think just because you know one of the best players in the world said it, and you know the director felt like he had to you know or the creator had to say something to it. But um, it, it it is funny because this like let's be real, LeBron did create. 
Space Jam 2 or whatever. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of like a director crit- critiquing another director's art. <laughs> so uh, I understand why that guy was, you know, kind of snapped back at him on it. Because, you know, it, it's kind of like LeBron critiquing, um, uh, you know, was another uh, another player in the NBA saying, oh, no, I, ain't, I don't like the way his game is. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, you know, that's kind of wild to say. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I totally get why that director, you know, snapped back a little bit because, you know, he in the, you know he he is in the movie in the production game now. But um, if he wasn't in the production game, I don't know if it would have, you know, been this deep. Yeah, I mean, I think media, the media, kind of ran with it in a sideways way. Because if you read the interview in context, it sounds more like a director's joking around and kind mm-hmm. of fucking around like, yeah, he didn't like it, but yeah, whatever. But it was repeated as like, you know, he really clapped back at him. He was upset about it. But I don't think he was, that was actually the case. Yeah. Uh, I but I will say, you know, LeBron James is a clout rider, man. He <laughs> he got a comment on anything that's trending and you know, any album drop, he got to show a clip of him doing rapping this. the wrong words. Long, yeah, doing yeah. It in the gym. <laughs> he got to talk about the hottest things that people are talking about. So what well, that that's kind of according to me, number one. And number two, like, yeah, I think LeBron was right about the ending. But I also think him being who he is, I don't think he should say something like that in public, at least. Yeah. Just because who he is and how it's basically – if you read the story about this guy, man, this this series was really his life's work. Yeah, yeah. He worked on it for 10 years, shopped it around, couldn't get it made, and now it's like the biggest show in Netflix. Yeah. Like, literally the biggest show in Netflix history, I think, at this point, man. Yeah. Original show. You know, it, was, it broke all kinds of records. So that's really a rags-to-riches story, man. It is, yeah. So it's kind of like... When somebody, you know, LeBron, I'm not gonna say he came from the bottom, bottom, but yeah. he had he had a hard it's life a coming up, story. man. Yeah, it's a feel good story having LeBron coming from Akron and being one of the best players ever. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like seeing his story and be like, yeah, Kobe better, yeah. Jordan better. You kind of undermine everything LeBron James did. Now, they actually say, well, do that, but no, they do. <laughs> I think yeah. that's just corny, man. Like I don't yeah. think he's better than than Jordan. But I'm yeah. not going to say the first comment about LeBron James' career is yeah. that he ain't Jordan. Like it's Nobody's Jordan, man. Yeah. yeah. He's mm-hmm. one of the best players of all time, man. Top five easily. Top three definitely, probably. Yeah. Pro- definitely, probably. <laughs> it depends on your own rankings. But, man, I, I would put him up there. Yeah. But he knows how that feels to work your whole life for something, to mm-hmm. be great, and then have somebody just discount your existence by saying Jordan's better or Kobe's better. Yeah. So I feel like since he knows how that feels, he shouldn't reflect that on somebody else just because it's a TV show or a movie. Because I feel that way. Athletes always say how you can't critique them if you don't play at our level. Yeah, or they tell you how hard it is to even get to that point. Yeah, There's only 200 people in the NBA or whatever the stat is. And a lot of people, only 2% make it to the NBA from – high school or college or some shit. Exactly. And a lot of them say, well, you can't like to Stephen A. Smith or uh, Skip Bayless. Oh, they can't critique us because they didn't play the game like we played. They didn't play in the NBA. They didn't play professional sports. So they have no grounds to critique us. And I'm like, that's fair to say. 
but I better not catch you critiquing no professional chef's meal or yeah. no movie or TV show you've seen unless you made your own movie or TV show. Yeah. That was a huge hit. Exactly. So yeah. that's how I feel. If you don't want that critique or don't value that critique, you better not be that person for anything else. Exactly. That you don't do yeah. professionally. Yeah. And that pissed me off a lot because I see um, some people that's working in the movie industry and stuff like that. They get mad when people critiquing the movies. If they mm-hmm. say no, it ain't I ain't the movie was awful or something like that, and they always say, oh, you know how hard it is to make a movie, blah blah blah. But make like, your own movie then. Yeah, <laughs> it's like dog, like you critique music all day long, man. <laughs> you critique these NFL players, these athletes all the time. Why don't you get out there and do it then? If if it's mm-hmm. that easy, or if they saw it, why don't you go out there? So like, it's nothing wrong with a little critique, man. But, um, yeah, I just hate the whole you do it then or why don't you, mm-hmm. you know how hard it is, the blah, 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 blah. Like, no, nah, I mean, if it's, it's everybody's it's everybody's opinion, man. And, um, yeah, and I agree with you with the whole LeBron thing. I, um, I, I, that, that's the reason why I'm not really hard on the movie because it's a come up, man. Like, like the guy really had a good story, and you know how he um, been making this or made it ten years ago, and all all this other shit. So um, yeah, that's why I feel like the guy couldn't have been that offended. It wasn't like a mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't Spike Lee or nothing. I think this is this is a win no matter what. Like and this and this definitely a win if LeBron is talking about your project, your your work. He 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 he. LeBron James watched your show. So that's you know you know how good that feels. Did LeBron really watch it though? Was he pulling a read the first page of a book? (laughs) (laughs) Did he really watch all the Squid Game? I think think he did because, or unless unless he looked on Twitter and seen everybody was trash. I think he might have. Clout chasing Bron at it again. So nobody liked the ending. So I got to say something about the ending. (laughs) But I will will say this: it's easier to watch a um, Netflix show than to read a book. That's (laughs) right. That's fair. Niggas ain't gonna read no books, but uh, a TV show, they'll sit down and watch a TV show. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Yeah, it takes some time. It takes some time and knowledge to read a damn book. (laughs) But um, yeah. So, but I think I I think the guy was kind of honored that LeBron even said something about the show. So I think that's he kind of made a cool little comeback. So I don't think he was angry. He can, he can't be. I'd be disappointed if he was really angry about it. I mm. think it, you know, um, you know the uh, all publicity is good publicity type thing. Like even though LeBron said he didn't really care for the ending, LeBron, you know, he made a comment on your show that you know that blew up. That's the best show in the world. So I think that's I, I think he kind of took that as a you know compliment, but gave a little stab at the yeah. <laughs> Space Jam two thing. Yeah, I had to clap back a little bit, man. I ain't mad at it, but yeah. no, that was pretty funny though. Regardless, <laughs> uh, speaking of LeBron in the NBA and sports in general, first off, shout out to the Astros, man. Last time we had a podcast, they were in the midst of their end of the final ALCS game because they did win that game. Yeah, now they're in the World Series, a tough series against the Atlanta Braves. Um, so we'll see how that shit goes. But shout out to them for even making it that far. Yeah. Uh, excited. Do you actually believe that Dusty Baker was listening to Tupac and Slim Thug? 
He did mention that on a, a, one of his conferences. That's hard for me to believe, man. <laughs> Tupac, I can believe. Slim Tupac, Thug, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of wondering. Yeah, I wonder, what did he go to? The What what Slim Thug song he was listening to? Like, what did he go to? Was he listening to Three Kings? <laughs> like, what was he listening to? <laughs> I, I believe every old person liked Tupac, for sure. Yes. But, um... Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. I would, I, I would have to witness that in person. <laughs> I would Still, Tiffin yeah. might have been playing in the clubhouse, and maybe he just heard Slim Thugger. Oh, that's Slim Thug, ain't he? <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, I would have to be in the car with Dusty or something, and he, you know, you know how you get in the car and they plug the phone up, and whatever yeah. song you was listening to start playing. It would have to be like that for me to believe it. <laughs> Nah, it's gonna be all Al Green, <laughs> probably BB King. Uh, yes, <laughs> Louis Armstrong. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't say, know Slim Thug making that list. I would say Dusty got to be the one of the coolest managers of all time to me, man. He's no, he is, man. he's so smooth, man. He and I forget he only like he, he like seventy two years old, man. Seventy whatever. He's in the seventies. And uh, it's like the total opposite compared to like a Tony Larusa. Larusa mm-hmm. looked like he man look like he should be retired, man. And Dusty's still kind of doing his thing. He, it don't look like the game passed him by. He looked like he's still healthy and everything. And Tony Larusa look Tony Larusa looked damn near dead. <laughs> no, hundred percent, man. And Dusty was the perfect person to bring in after that sign stealing bullshit. Because it looked like nothing really fazed him, man. Like, you really don't yeah. give a fuck about the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Anytime, and they still ask him about the cheating shit. And he's like, man, you could tell he don't even get bothered by those questions no more, man. Yeah. He's like, man, whatever. We 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 moved on. Mm-hmm. So, no, nah, I'm rooting for him, man. I hope Me they can too. pull it out. It's tough. Yeah. A lot of injuries on both sides at this point. So, that last game was fucking rough to watch. Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> but uh, hopefully they pull it back, man. Hopefully they bring it back. And we have another World Series that nobody can complain about this yeah, time. Yeah, I was about to say, how would you feel about this World Series being the Houston, you know, Rays guy? Do you think this would be better than the first one before? One hundred percent. Like, uh, it, it, yeah, I feel like this is perfect because it's like you went through the cheating stuff. People called you out for that championship, and you know, you got the criticism, and now you, you know, you you're back two years later. Yeah, two yeah two years later. Now you're back in the World Series and possibly win it all. Not only would this be the biggest championship in the last, I don't know, since the Rockets two-peat, I think this would remove the taint from the 2017 year, man, at at least some of it. Because the 2017 championship is tainted. I don't care what anybody says. It's tainted, Mm -hmm. man. People got fired over that shit. Like, it's, it's bad. So... But that this just proves number one, people know the Astros are a good team, regardless. Mm-hmm. You know, they made it to the ALCS five years in a row, yeah, World Series three times. Like, they they now the jury's out, everybody knows the Astros is a good team. But if they win a World Series without any allegation, no bullshit, this lets everybody know the team was always legit from the get go. And I'm not like it's not gonna make the 2017 shit perfect. But it yeah. will make it better in retrospect when you're like, well, they're just a good team, man. They're just yeah. going to win regardless. Yeah, I think that would shut people up. Because, uh, definitely. Yeah, that would shut. I think people was kind of shutting up already because they were still getting to the uh, ALCS and shit. But mm-hmm. now it's like, damn. <laughs> like, we talked about all that cheating and all that shit. They, 
They came down on them. They got a whole new. They got a coach, and they got Dusty Baker, who who is not that. <laughs> they got mm-hmm. a whole nother GM, and they still fucking won it. <laughs> lost their best pitcher, Justin Verlander. Yeah. Like now, lost Lance McCullers in the postseason. Yep. No Garrett Cole. Yeah. yeah. Nah. They, All these they, young they, pitchers and these pitchers, they ain't the sexiest pitchers either, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it, like a lot of people didn't even know who they were. Outside yep. of Lance McCullers, so now like for the win it again, man. That would be that would be amazing, man. A hundred percent, man. A hundred percent. So I'm hoping they pull it out. It's gonna be tough, but I'm hoping they do it, man. Um, NBA. Any any reactions to this NBA? I like I like the like I can't lie, man. I don't watch the NBA much at all anymore, really at all. But I do like the overreactions early in the Dude, season. <laughs> Niggas saying James Hard done because of the rule changes. They said like, Steven I, Silas <laughs> need to get uh, fired after the first yeah. game. Remember that? Yes. It was the first half of the first game, and people were already calling for his head. <laughs> Dog, the, the team is going to be ass no matter who you put in that shitty seat. Y- y'all know what this roster looked like. A bunch of rookies, talented rookies, but rookies nonetheless, man. They ain't yeah. going to be good this year. Uh, the Jalen Green versus the uh, fucking Evan Mobley. Yes, every Fights. game. Dude, man. Yes. <laughs> every game, this fool get four blocks, and suddenly he he Dikembe Mutombo yeah. already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jalen Green Green have a bad shooting night. Suddenly he he's he's a bust. Yeah. So or, I don't or, know. Or, man. or fucking uh if he have a bad shooting night, hey Kobe in this first game, he had a bad yep. shooting night too. <laughs> dude, I'm tired of people comparing this dude to Michael Jordan, man. Yeah. Man, they show the stat of the first three games of Michael Jordan career. So it's like, oh, Jalen Green is the first person to score dirt 30 points. In his uh, in his first three games uh, in his career, the last person to do that was Michael Jordan, or some shit. It's like, come on, man! Like, what? That's not even. Fa- I like Jalen Green too, man. Yes. That's not even fair for him. Like, why it is you compare? Why is you comparing this dude to Michael Jordan? <laughs> it really no. I, I'm I'm sick of the stat comparisons too, man. Like, let let can we at least give it half a season? Before we yeah. start all-time great talk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, man. <laughs> holy shit. Three games in, we already pulling Jordan out the box? Yeah. They wouldn't even. Come on, man. No, no, they was comparing LeBron to Jordan a lot, especially in high school. Yeah, but to be but, fair, like, that was that made more sense. Because you knew just looking at him, yeah, he was going to be a beast. Yeah, like, that, that made total sense. But why is you comparing Jalen Green? Like, I, I didn't even know who Jalen Green was until the draft or uh, yeah, until I know. around the draft time. He was in a G League, man. Yeah. He didn't play in college. None of us knew who he was. Yeah, and, and to be honest, if he was really – if he was up there with Michael Jordan, to be honest, or compared to Michael Jordan, he would be number one. <laughs> he, they wouldn't have took Cunningham over him. <laughs> yes. And, yeah, and it, it was – dog, that shit was irritating. Cavs fans irritated me. Rockets fans irritated mm-hmm. me. And they, they compare. This is the other part. They comparing two dudes that play two different positions. Yes. So of course Evan Mobley ain't about to up no thirty points on you. <laughs> know what I mean, it's like why is you comparing a seven foot dude to a a a, a guy that's what six four, six five, or whatever the case is? It's like why is y'all sitting there comparing? You got Rockets fans like, oh, Evan Mobley only had two points and Nate. Really? <laughs> and then, they're not the same player, man. Yeah, they don't I, serve the same roles on the team. I, it, I never understood where that beef even came from, man. Because if you look at the draft, 
every team got who they wanted. <laughs> the Cavs didn't want Jalen Green because they got two point guards already. They got two guards. They drafted in the past couple rounds. Um, the Rockets didn't want Evan Mobley. <laughs> They they already got a, a nice uh, they they got somebody similar to him, and Detroit wanted Cunningham, so I don't understand why everybody beefing about it, man. <laughs> I, I don't understand. It ain't like the ain't like the Rockets, pa- uh, you know, or the Cavs passed up on Jalen Green or something. So I, I I just don't understand why is like ain't nobody going back and forth with Cunningham. I, 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 I know, right? <laughs> yeah, it's quiet with that, but. I don't understand the Evan Mobley versus Jalen Green thing. I think it's because I can't remember the, the exact draft time nine or who said what, but I remember uh, the, the the players were upset about their draft positioning, especially uh, Jalen Green. He he thought he should be number one. Evan Mobley, I think, was upset as well. They made I can't remember who said what. But I know there was some drama between Evan Mobley and the Rockets. Maybe he wouldn't meet. I can't remember what happened. But I yeah. think because of that shit, people started taking the whole, ooh, Mobley versus Green thing. But yeah. it, it gets played and, out. And see, and see, even with that, that kind of made sense for both of them. They knew, look, everybody knew the Rockets going to take Jalen Green. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at that point, why would you meet with the Rockets? <laughs> you know what I mean? You wasting time. Cunningham didn't meet with anybody. He only met with Detroit, and that was it. <laughs> like, why? Why is you wasting your time trying to go to a team that you know you know they not about to pick you, and it don't it probably wouldn't make sense if they did. Mm-hmm. So it, it it didn't make sense. And then at the end of the day, you these dudes are pandering to to the to the teams. They trying to get picked high as possible. So you know, um, Evan Mobley know the highest he could probably go is to the Cavs. So what what are you gonna say? Oh, I don't want. I want. I want to go to Houston. I want to go to Cleveland. You know, I, I think. I, you know, I, I'm excited to go to go. I hope the Cavs draft me or whatever. And the same thing with Jalen Green. He knew he wasn't going number one. So you, you know, so all, all of that stuff kind of makes sense for um, for why they say what they say. But I don't know. People just kind of making it <laughs> bigger than what it was, man. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it, I mean, I guess they're just bored because there's nothing else to root for if you're a fan of either of these teams they're gonna be asked this year too yeah so i guess you got to have something to complain <laughs> about or talk about on nba twitter but yeah it's yeah. getting annoying man how, how, how you feel about the rockets tweeting out little videos of like Jalen green defense after they pretty much getting blown <laughs> out because Dog. to the point i'm like damn i had to check the score i'm like did they did the rockets win because you would think, based on reactions, you would think they at least won three games. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, what is their? Uh, I want to say they like fucking, one and three. They I'm won sure. one. They won the. They beat the Timberwolves, and then they lost to the Thunder. No, they beat the Thunder. They, they beat, beat the, the Thunder. Timberwolves and Thunder. They, uh-huh. they lost to the Celtics. They lost to the Mavericks, and they lost to the Jazz bad. Mm. So yeah, man. I mean. <laughs> Look, <laughs> this season is not going to go that yeah, well. Man. Like we know yeah. what it is. They rebuild, and so yeah, whatever. Don't, don't be too invested in it like that. Don't be invested in it at heart. Like I, I, I've been saying for damn near a year now. This is or since they traded James Harden. This is a young team. Yep. You ain't about to come out of nowhere and be a a, a six seed in the West. It, it's going to take some time, and uh, hopefully, I hope the coach lasts. I hope they don't get rid of the coach, but 
You know what I mean? It's the NBA, and if, if you know, if you ain't winning games, they move on. So, um, yeah, it's a young team, man. So they, it's gonna take some time. <laughs> yeah, and I hope all the fans who went to Brooklyn to root for James Harden and in, in the Nets, <laughs> I hope they're enjoying what's going on there with him. Yeah, clearly being at least somewhat affected by these rule changes, man. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I don't think we ever talked about that in this podcast. How do you feel about these? new NBA rule changes that are supposed to discourage, you know, blatant flopping and the offensive player barreling into a defender and then yeah. getting a foul, twisting his body to get a foul. All that's supposed to be, you know, finito at this point. Like, they yeah. ain't blowing a whistle for that bullshit no more. <laughs> no more James Harden hooking the player with his yeah. own hand yeah. and then trying to drive to the basket. Yeah. Uh, no more Trey Green flopped and all that shit's supposed to be done. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about the NBA and that, those rule changes this year, man? I'm I'm actually okay with it, man. I was I was getting a little tired of like Steph Curry just pump faking and then you know moving forward and just moving his body to the other person to the defender and drawing the foul and it was a three point shot and some people pull up at half to try to. Do that sh- that bullshit. I was kind of tired of that, man. I thought it was kind of lazy and cheap. But, um, yeah, but I was watching some of the games, and they're, not only they're not calling those type of fouls, but it's regular fouls that they're not calling, too. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, damn, like, I understand you're trying to get away from that rule, but it was a real foul at this point. It wasn't like James Harden just kind of bump into the dude and flop. It's like, I'm like, damn, y'all at least got to call some fouls, man. Like, y'all leaving them assed out like that. So, um, I don't know if that's good for the NBA. Maybe that's, maybe you pick up a little more as the season go on where, you know, these players don't flop. But, um, yeah, it's kind of strange how they just letting them play at this point, man. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm down with it, man. I mean, the players, if they're, I mean, I know. Trey and especially James Harden and Steve Nash, the coach of the Nets, has been vocal about him being the poster boy of these yeah. new rule changes and him getting fouled. But I'm like, I mean, you reap what you sow, man. You spent years trying to trick the whistles into, you know, believing contact that wasn't Breaking there. The game. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, th- of course, y'all going to get this blowback. I think they both going to be fine. Yeah. I think James Harden playing a little bit better now, too. Mm-hmm. Um, like they go adjust, but you know, you kind of read what you sell, man. You spent yeah. years abusing these rules and I mean, you did what you had to. I ain't mad at it. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't mad in Houston, yeah. but like, look, you read what you sell, man. So, you know, you just <laughs> got to eat that for a little bit, but I think they're yeah. going to be okay. Hi, um, what's your thoughts on the Lakers, right? I know it's early. It's part of the reaction, you know, early NBA reaction, mm-hmm. but they looking kind of rough, man. They, it's hilarious. They almost man. lost to the Cavs last night. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, they almost lost to the Cavs. The Cavs was actually whooping their ass at one point, but you know they the Cavs. But um, yeah, they they got into, uh, Antonio, not, not Antonio, Anthony uh, Davis got into it with Dwight Howard on the bench. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, so it's, it's looking kind of rough. Russell not really looking like Russell <laughs> or it actually is looking like Russell. He's looking like postseason <laughs> Russell at this point, yeah. man, which is way too early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, players going to learn that eventually that the fan base is a lot less patient and the players themselves are a lot less patient 
when you're on a team like the Lakers, you know, I know people want to join the uh, the super team. I think that's why Clippers are getting some good players, man. And they can recruit because you get to live in L.A. and you ain't got the scrutiny of every time you got a bad game, niggas throwing yeah. your name under the bus yeah. and shit. So mm-hmm. with the Lakers, Russell Westbrook is learning that quick, man. It's like, look, they a lot less patient than even we were in Houston. Yeah. You know, in Houston, I feel like we live with Russell Westbrook's bad games for a minute until the postseason when it just got too much. Yeah. But now it's like he, he, he I don't know, man. It's rough for him. It's going to be a rough adjustment. Uh, that fight with AD and Dwight was crazy. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Dog, the season just started, man. <laughs> it was like, like the, the first game. What? It was second t- game. Tension should not be that high yet. Yeah. <laughs> but you could tell they're struggling, man. I mean, it's a long NBA season. I think they're going to get together eventually. But yeah. Russell Westbrook is just not going to work out for them, man. Yeah. I don't see how that combo works. People were wondering why they even got in the first place. Yeah. They need some shooters, man. <laughs> yes. And he is not a shooter at all. Nah. Yeah, he will. He's, he will take them. He's a short. <laughs> he was pretty much a short LeBron James at one point. Mm-hmm. Like, and LeBron shoot better than him than me. So yeah, I, I never understood that when it happened. <laughs> Westbrook needs a team catered to him. Yeah. And even when he has that, he can't be great, but he yeah. will put up numbers and get you to the postseason at least. The, the way the Rockets uh, catered to uh, Russell when he was here was that was probably his best. I know he had other MVP seasons, but the way they catered to him, where they got rid of the center and they had mm-hmm. PJ Tucker playing center and all this other shit, <laughs> that was probably the best way to cater. That's the, that's the best way to cater to Russell Westbrook. Because um, like the way he's playing now, man, is I don't know if it's gonna I don't know if they're gonna keep him the whole season. <laughs> I don't know if they're gonna have to make some moves or what. But I might I bring just, Ben Simmons in, man. I don't know, man. Yeah, man. Might that, take a call to Kyrie, get him vaccinated. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> it, it's it's crazy, man. I just I think um, yeah, that that's one of the um, cons of playing with LeBron. To be honest. That's why mm-hmm. I. That's why I had no problem when he left Cleveland, man. Because uh, as long as he was on the Cavs, it, it's always going to be the topic going first take and shit. Or the mm-hmm. Cavs, can the Cavs win it all and all this other shit? So I'm I'm fine with the way things are now. We got a championship, but no matter every time you play LeBron, it's going that's going to be the conversation, man. You you can't just be a team starting off slow and then picking up. You gotta start off ten and zero, <laughs> or if if not, then it's a problem. A coach might get fired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know how that's gonna work out, but very interesting to see. NBA re- overreactions are always funny to me, man. I just laugh it's, at this point. I don't even take this shit serious. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, it really is. Anything in the NFL you want to talk about, man? I mean. I don't want to talk about the Texans anymore. <laughs> I don't think there's anything to say there. Yeah, no, Look, yeah. that is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a long how's, season, how, man. <laughs> how are the Browns doing, man? I haven't checked their record. Um, they four and three right now. They in okay. the dude. They in the tough. The Cincinnati Bengals is like five and two. They balling, man. <laughs> yeah. Joe Burrow look good out there. Yeah, you got them. It's a tough division. Pittsburgh Steelers in last place, and they three and three. So um, it's gonna be tough for the Browns, man. But uh, Baker, Baker been hurt. I don't know how that's gonna go, man. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they 
after the season, if they don't, tra- if, if the Texans don't trade Deshaun Watson, I think I think the Browns might have to look into it, man. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Because shit, nah, they, nah, Deshaun is not gonna waive his no trade quick no, contract. I, no, I'm not. I'm not saying it's gonna happen. They gonna have to do. Look, they got Baker Mayfield uh, up for a contract, man. And if he looking for forty million a year, like, do you pay that to him, or are you going, or are you willing to look somewhere else, man? Because Deshaun making like thirty five a year. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Like, there's no like, way that Sean goes to Cleveland. I'm sorry, like, man. I'm sorry no, to break no, it to you. No, I'm not. I'm just saying they sh- they sh- they should. They gonna have to look somewhere else, man. I don't know about paying yeah. Baker Mayfield forty million a year, man. So I like, mean, if I'm working for that organization, I'm I'm at least gonna try to check in, and I mean maybe try to sell Deshaun on why he should come here. But <laughs> I, dog, I don't, I'm sorry, I, man. That's not gonna work. No, no. I'm I just saying, no, they, I'm, they do need a new quarterback. I agree. No, no yeah. I'm just saying if you if you the GM for the Browns, man, if they say hey, uh, you either have to pay Baker Mayfield forty million or try to find somebody else. But this team is ready to go to the fucking playoffs and you know possibly take the next step. What you gonna do, man? <laughs> Like you, you got to find somebody while you got this team, this young team that's still good, and you know you just missing a quarterback. So I might have to get on my knees and beg Deshaun or something, man, <laughs> and say, hey, just give us a year or something, because um, I, you know, once you pay Baker Mayfield, man, it might go all down here. Yeah, yeah, they might. I mean, if this season goes bad for them, he they might have to. But I, I mean. The fact that reportedly Deshaun has only waived his no trade clause for Miami, and Miami is like what one in six. Yeah, that's... have they even won two games? Nope. That that tells me that he only wants to live in Miami. Yeah, he don't care about the football part he, that much. He don't care about the football part, the coach. Exactly. Yeah. Because no, even like I've been looking at the comments underneath Deshaun Watson to Miami. It don't even look like the Miami fans are that hyped about it. I don't think so. Yeah. They're kind of like, look, we we need more than just a quarterback. Yeah. We need our entire team rebuilt. Yeah. So then, why does Deshaun even want to come here is what they've been saying I've been yeah. hearing. Yeah. And then it, even looking at it, um, like what you got to give up? Like, I don't know. Yep. If I, I don't like, like, I know I just mentioned the Browns, but I don't want to give up no fucking four first round picks. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd rather roll the dice and try to uh, draft somebody, man. <laughs> so I, I I don't know, man. I just it's it's just crazy that you know because I don't think he gonna turn the team around. I don't think so. I, I, and I like Deshaun Watson the player. I just don't think he gonna turn the Miami Dolphins around, especially if you got fucking New England and um <laughs> you got um Buffalo in the same division. I don't think he gonna be. I don't think he'll be better than Buffalo with that team. And I don't, I don't even know if he'd be better than New England. So, yeah. Oh shit, they play the Bills this week too, man. You're gonna get crushed. Who? So, the, the the Miami Dolphins play the oh, Bills yeah. this week oh, too, yeah, so they're gonna loss. get killed. So yeah, yeah, they might even fire the damn coach, man. I mean, shit, <laughs> they're they, they gonna be one and seven. Dude, they might. They, they won ten games last year, <laughs> and now you one and seven. The trade deadline is November second, so. <laughs> I mean, if the Deshaun Watson thing gonna happen, they have to make it happen quick. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how happen? that shit goes. I don't know, man. I think 
on one hand, I feel like ownership wants to rid their hands of Deshaun and and just not have to answer these questions or have to deal with the circus. But I also feel like uh, Nick Casario wants to make sure they get something that's worth the caliber of the player that he is. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It all depends on who, if the owner says, nah, get it done now, it'll get done. But I think if it's completely up to Casario, I think he's gonna hold off. I mean, yeah. that's a smart thing to do. I think, yeah, me too. At this point, especially what they reportedly offered, yeah, it's like, nah, don't shortchange me. <laughs> like, if you're gonna shortchange me, I I can wait to the off season, where more yeah. people might want to get in on it. <laughs> I mean, a smart thing to do at this point is just wait till the off season, where you know where the draft position, your draft picks are gonna be, yeah, and, and move from there. But like I said, I, I don't know if the ownership has different you know, goals and just wants to rid their hands of this. So we'll see how it goes. But I don't know, man. I can't call it. Yeah. I can't call it. I do know, like, I don't really know, no, but I feel like when we get these many details about a trade that's about to happen, it usually never happens. Yeah. <laughs> you know, think about every trade where you've heard exactly what the team is offering. Yeah. And exactly where the draft, like whenever this happens, I feel like it's one team trying to play a PR game. Yeah. And the other team ain't falling for it. Yeah. So the fact that we've heard so much about this shit and Josina Anderson is like now the number one yeah. <laughs> contact about all this. <laughs> I feel like it's not going to get done. I think it might be just a whole lot of smoke and mirrors at this point. But yeah. And, on, we'll top of the, and on top of probably his camp, Deshaun's camp, trying to get something going because yes. he, he want to play. Exactly. And if he don't get traded by the deadline, he ain't playing for the rest of the year. I mean, the commissioner said they're not putting them on the exempt list. Yeah. So this might be the last, before the investigation wraps up, who knows how long it's going to take. Yeah. This might be the last football he can play for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so if he can play next week, yeah, he, he has to get in there now. He can't, you know, I doubt he wants to wait a whole nother season and just take a whole year off. Yeah. But I, I don't I, know, man. We'll I, see. I would like to see him get traded and uh, to Miami and play against the Texans the following week or whatever. That would be, be fun. Crazy. That'd be fucking dope. Dog. I don't know if I'll even show up to work for that game. <laughs> you might have to call off. <laughs> I might have to, man. Dog. They wait, do they play the Dolphins I think they play. in a couple? Yeah, they do. Wait yeah. a minute, man. Yeah. Dog. That, that'll be worse than the the J the JJ Watt D Hop Cardinals beatdown. Yeah. That'll be the worst thing that happened to the team ever, man. Yeah. Yeah. That, if Deshaun Watson out there throwing for three touchdowns, four touchdowns. Balling, yes. God. Yeah. Man. Yeah. The, oh, oh, I would throw yeah. up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, the, they play the Dolphins November 7th in Miami. Oh, my God. Dog, <laughs> you, can you imagine? I, I can't even. Dude, uh, just imagine. Okay. Just imagine listening to Mark Vandermeer call this game. He would be sick. Deshaun Watson. He would be sick. Yeah. <laughs> Throws another Deshaun. touchdown. <laughs> he can't say rock and roll after Deshaun yeah, Watson touchdown no more. Oh, man. He, he, can't say slime, he can't say slime season. <laughs> <laughs> slime season dead. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. It would be yeah. Deshaun Watson does a little celebration at the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> like, he would have to chase that. LeBron with a Houdini oh, act. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man! Yeah, yeah. I, I, I will. I hope that's the only reason I hope it happened now, just to see Deshaun, you know, get back on the field and play the Texans. 
Like you couldn't make they, that, would, have, nah, they, would, have, they would have to switch that game to prime time, man. They probably would. <laughs> they probably would. I don't know if they can flex games yet. Yeah. But I mean, they would probably just put that on Sunday night or fucking or some shit, man. Yeah. That would be insane. What, yeah. What they'd probably do is because I think I'm I'm guessing that's a twelve o'clock kickoff. So mm-hmm. they'll probably just uh, boot whatever game that's on CBS and just put that <laughs> game on everywhere and just focus. Yeah. They're like, hey, Tony Romo, you Jim Nash, you calling this game? switch of plans that would be insane man oh my god i can't even the only the only plus would be like tyrod taylor because that's after the bye yeah so tyrod taylor would probably be back at that point so i mean they would have a chance yeah dolphins still suck yeah even with deshaun watson so they would have a chance with tyrod yeah but that, that would still be just surreal to watch man yeah, i don't know man. if i'm ready for that his i don't know first, if i make that yet his first game is against his former team <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah oh man if i wasn't working the game i might be out there with picket signs man like no no <laughs> 22 cases 22 cases yeah. <laughs> get man. him off the field yeah <laughs> nah, that's just crazy man oh damn yeah. uh <laughs> so uh shit anything else happened man anything else this week you want to react to i think that might about wrap it up for this whole week yeah oh, i need that to be a baker you got to need a baker for yeah. us man we need that we need the vibes yeah this is a cool little episode man i enjoyed Not this it. episode man yeah <laughs> nice little saturday evening or uh afternoon recording we did yeah so yeah Nice, beautiful weather outside. Make sure y'all go out and enjoy it. Thank y'all for rocking with us this weekend as well. Mm. Mm. One of the greatest songs of all time, man. I'm sorry, man. I don't care what you say. Yeah. Greatest songs of all time, man. Uh, So, yeah, thank y'all for rocking with the podcast, man. Make sure y'all catch Ficky Fig working hard as he always does. He's going to be at the tailgate this Sunday. So make sure you check them out there. Also, In The Loop, 10 to 2, Sports Radio 610, curating the vibe as he always does. Make sure you peep that. Yep. Make sure you follow us on YouTube. Make sure you look to the podcast every week. we got some fire for you every single week. Some more guests coming up soon, likely. Mm-hmm. So make sure you stay tuned in, man. Uh, anything else you want to shop? You want to squeeze in there, man? Um. Oh, check out my articles, man. I'm writing for the Houston Magazine. Oh yeah, Houstonian oh, yeah, Magazine. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I've been recapping the Astros games. Uh, I'll be recapping every game in the World Series. So, uh, yeah, check it out. Go to uh, Houstonia Magazine, HoustoniaMag.com or whatever. So, I, yeah, <laughs> it's a little new. It's it's kind of last minute thing. Shout out to your sister Rocky. But um, yeah. hooking that up, so um, doing that, yeah. So a lot, of, a lot of cool things coming for me soon. So I'll let y'all know what I'm up to. Yeah, man of many faces, man and multifaceted figgy fig coming at you, man. <laughs> Make sure y'all stay tuned. Appreciate y'all vibing out with us. Mm-hmm. And until next time, peace. Oh, baby, no, 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 no,